Straight Riffin is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am Riffin. Mitch is Riffin. What more can I say? Straight Riffin. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of dicks. I don't know how much we're discussing this experience again. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put on with this guy. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right now. Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to rip. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is uh, May 28th, Memorial Goddamn Day, 2012, uh, episode 61, I believe. With an uh, asterisk on it. <laughs> 61 ish. Roger Maris. <laughs> Something like that. I am your host, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, is Difficult Brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy. TMI Tutson, how the fuck are you, sir? I'm feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Wow, that was... I actually understood everything you said that time. <laughs> I was just thinking today, uh, out of all the times that I go like, how are you, sir? And you usually have this this uh, freewheeling sentence, and I just go, I'll just finish, I'll just wait for him to breathe, and then I'll move on. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, one of these days, I need to take uh, as many of those as I can find and string them back to back into one really long, like a mega clip, like a half hour <laughs> sentence. <laughs> You be like you shaking and flapping and going on the streets and everything. <laughs> anyway, jiving, shook a tass. <laughs> and our guest this evening, I haven't seen him in forever. And hilariously, the last time he lived here, uh, we didn't even have a podcast. Uh, it was that long ago. Happy to the have you here, Mister. Sound effect was killing. Motown in the building. Yeah, that's right. I represent all Motown. I actually have a poster of Martha and the Vandellas autographed on my wall because one of the Vandellas was my dad's secretary. How much more Motown, more Motown can you be? That's pretty. Uh, as a as a white dude from Motown, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when well, the pips all were made in my house. Mm -hmm. More um, Rosetown is what I like. To yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, that's Miss Real Black right now. No, I know. I, I realize. <laughs> as as uh, everybody on that side of the table knows something about being black. Everybody uh, uh, out patent leather headrest chairs knows something about being black. That's it. Uh, back in the day, we, we everybody sat on a couch except for me. I had to. So oh, it used to be everybody on the couch. It used to be everybody on the couch do something about being black. But now that there's no couch, but then Mitch eliminated the couch in a stroke of genius. Oh yeah, right. So now yeah. you have to. Yeah, moved the, out of that place. The Empire Strikes Back just to get one over on you. <laughs> Set all this up just so I could feel like I was black too. You know how racists be changing the rules of the game every now and then to keep things in their paper. <laughs> you know how motherfuckers just be setting up a whole new damn room. <laughs> Just so they don't get made fun of for being white. You know how you be switching your own domicile so you don't get ridiculed in your own home? 
You know, actually, now, an- another thing, Harry, the last time I saw Harry was two apartments ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you think about that. That's not, that's not I saw Harry. We we got, uh, we we went to Greenland and uh, we played mm. a lot of video games, I believe. That was pretty. Uh, <laughs> what? We played some hockey, I think. Yeah, it could, right? it, the funny thing is, it could be Greenland or Iceland. It'd still be true either way. That was, that was the brand of the country that we went Indeed, to. Indeed, yeah. It was, uh, it was a good time, though. I was, yeah. where, where were you? Were you just at, at somebody's pad? Yeah, I think it was my apartment. Yeah. You know, oh. mm-hmm. Enjoying some video games mm-hmm. and some other things. I was here hoping that you may have found an arcade somewhere. <laughs> so I was like, oh boy. When I see arcades, I always just like, I get very nostalgic and confused. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, you still exist? Should I go in right now and see what kind of games are still there? And it's like, I feel like the games should be better. Than they are. I feel like they're still like, <laughs> like we just gave <laughs> up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? Though, like, I feel like I shouldn't still see the same arcade games from yeah, like '99. Yeah. True. Like, we just gave up on arcades as an institution, but we didn't remove them from stores. We just still like an establishment. We still like, no, just leave them in there, bro. Just leave them in. It's a good racket. People love them. You know, that's a certain demographic of individuals goes there and plays those games. It's a lot of nostalgia, like toward them. But like, it's not as big as it used to be. Like, like places like uh, like in Houston, there's a celebration station, like one of those places where it's just like arcades and go karts and shit you had birthday parties and camping trips there you know and like that was mm-hmm. i feel like that like maybe i'm just really disconnected from the youth so uh the no, chitlins and riffopolis you can holler at us but i feel like as a thing that they do recreationally arcades and things like that seem to have gone by the wayside they don't oh, appear in movies anymore yeah yeah, yeah. well it, it's no one takes dates to arcades there's other than basically <laughs> other than dave and busters there's really and david busters to me is kind of Fading the away. death of the arcade i, I mean i believe dave and busters is, i can't it's well it's because it, you know the thing is it's crazy. Uh, Dave and Busters is the, the old Chuck E. Cheese, and the, the, the problem with Dave and Busters is that is that is they, they, they fucked up your math. Where it's like, here's a card; it's got five hundred points on it, and you're like, well, how much for this arcade? Well, this is three point six points. Really? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is that? I, don't, how, I really was never really a big like Dave how many fucking myself, yeah? You have no idea how many Mainly coins you're spending. They kicked out the fucking today. kids. At like you know how they always kick out kids at a certain time at Dave and Buster's like no it's a grown up arcade now well yeah because they drink it's like yeah. a swimming pool. I like no, I like I'm just drink. saying I like but as a kid I was very kid. resentful I didn't really understand they, see, they it. didn't uh, literally as a kid there was still actual arcades so there was no Dave and Buster's when I was a kid but I remember being very no. enthralled with Dave and Buster's like this place is cool right when I'm getting my groove you gotta get the fuck out this is not cool I've never yeah. felt cool at a Dave and Buster's I always feel like <laughs> awkward there I don't know. Maybe there's some place called that has Busters as the name of one of the guys. That's so weird. Have you guys ever met anybody named Buster? I've never met a Buster in, in real life. I haven't even met anybody who's called no. somebody else a Buster. Oh, man, it's been a hot minute since I called somebody a Buster. Buster? Hey, and if you put the ER on it, then I you know, look like a, you, you are the Buster. That's how you know if you're a real Buster. And I'd be like, hey, you a Buster. Like, okay. <laughs> I know, I know the Buster. girlfriend of Busta Rhymes. Oh, I don't know if that Does she counts. call him no, Buster you Rhymes? don't. I have no idea what she calls him. You don't know. I do. You I don't. Do. You lie. I went to her apartment You ain't never met no girlfriend. You ain't met no a no damn. <laughs> to be fair, it's it could be that like everyone she knows is just playing a trick on me. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Everybody okay. that she knows is at the party was like, yo. Okay, so listen, you know throw a party right. tonight, and the whole game is to convince <laughs> Mitch that you're dating Buster Rhymes. So that years later, he'll go on a podcast and sit right this information. That's right. That's it's right. straight up on some, uh, okay, so we're going to take this biracial uh, no, child, saying, right? And we're going to make him born I'm in saying. Africa, and then bring him to Hawaii, and set him up to be president of the United States years later. It's on that level of conspiracy. I like where their head's at. It's real good. Until They're still keeping it alive today. Yeah. I'm merely saying that States. at one point I also went to a party at her house. But uh, but I still know her. I still I, I think she's still with him. I don't know. You don't know? 
I'd have to ask. You know, I don't you know, recently. I don't ask. Yo, what's her. good with you and Buster? <laughs> How come you ain't got me no discs, son? To be fair, she's never actually told me she was dating him. I wanna... And I mean, if she would have, if she's mentioned him around me, she probably uses a code word. You know what I mean? Code word for Buster. How do you Ryan? even know then? This, this whole story. Well, no, apart no, 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 no. You know because my I know, boyfriend. No, because very close. <laughs> we have a lot of close mutual He's very friends. Very dangerous. And would like for you to put your hands. And the close mutual friends have mentioned it before. Uh, okay. So you got that's some, all. You got some. See? You got some uh, off the grid. You got some yeah, off the grid and I just okay. I I've never sat down with him. Perhaps like, are you dating can... Mr. Buster, Miss Mr. Rhymes? We've never asked her to Sir Rhymes. Give me some more information about Buster. <laughs> yeah, no, I never <laughs> bothered. If she would have mentioned it around me, then I might have been like, oh, I've got some questions. Do you when keep them all in check? Woo ha woo ha. Or have you guys ever heard the track uh, that's like right before Give Me Some More on that CD? Oh, okay. that, oh the track when he's talking? Yeah. And the dude, like, yeah, dude, it's amazing. It's like, it's like one of my favorite things about even rap. Even if albums. you don't appreciate rap, like, this this skit is hilarious. Why, why do you assume I don't appreciate rap? <laughs> I'm not saying you, I'm saying anybody. Anybody who's listening. Why you gotta assume that it's me. about you, Mitch? It's because you don't you host look the show. At, you didn't look at Teddy and say, even if you don't he appreciate knew. it. He knew it, though. Like, hey, you know you're I'm damn right I knew. I mean, I don't know this song, but I'm just. He's got this, there's this like sketch that goes beforehand and it's this guy trying to totally unrelated. To I really too. don't like the sketches. It's, this is no, okay. This is so I'm not a, I'm not a fan of rap sketches <laughs> like sketches on rap albums either. They're usually when, very when bad. When the fuck did that start? Because I remember uh, when I was like ten listening to shit and I going think, like I don't know. I think N.W.A. had a hand in that because they used to do a lot of that shit. Well, they I'm thinking were like, like Ice T. Always been uh, really it hasn't really. I don't know. It's always been that way. It definitely got Ice more did like a whole lot of them mm-hmm. too. It got a lot bigger too with like Biggie. Biggie had that. Like Biggie would have his outros on stuff like. Eminem does like every third track. And, by the time game. Eminem hit, yeah, no, I know, I know, like, I, know. I think NW, NWA had a little bit of stuff. I think Eazy was a very like playful type, yeah. you know. And they were like, they were like, ha- like, they would have conversations before songs. Like, oh, remember when Eazy was kicking it old shit yeah. or whatever, you know? So like, oh, yeah, they did, yeah, I don't know yeah, if they yeah. had the full fledged skits like like DMX style, you know? what I'm saying <laughs> it was like, yo, my man's in them. And that's all his skits were like, yo, oh. murders and stuff. Right, uh, right. But this one though is like a dude hitting on a girl at a club. He's trying and to- just like the most outrageous braggadocious show shit he's, he's like to show off how much money he has to pick up this girl and he's just saying these outrageous things if you could find get buster rhymes give me some more we could play that he's like he's like i have a stretch limo that drives me to the end of my driveway to pick up my mail just like absurd absurd shit and she's What's just it like called? Uh, it's called give me some more uh give it's, me some it's more. not on that track though it's on the one right before it oh yeah i've always i, got Do I have to say mo give me some more give me some more skit uh skit just put that you might what, be able to get what it what is it i gotta uh, I, I can't remember i can't remember what it but um I always really love it. it tight is the name of the track that it's on. Is it's, that one? Yeah, it's well uh, played. This might be the one you're talking about. I can't imagine it wouldn't. This this has to be like a famous interlude. Hey, yes, yeah, this is going to be. the way, and uh, I think me and you should get to talking. Whatever. So if you're not doing nothing later on the night, maybe uh, you can come to my place. And? Baby girl, you know how much money I got? Oprah does my laundry. So what? Michael Jordan cuts my grass. Big deal. You know how frivolous I am? I drive a Hummer to the end of my driveway just to get the mail. And that's all I need to That ain't nothing. I got six stockbrokers, 14 doctors, two lawyers, 17 accountants. And eight other lawyers to, to watch, watch the, the first two lawyers. <laughs> God, get out of my face. And I got custom-made condoms that's made out of other people's dicks. Wow, really? <laughs> and shit. And I'm too tired to get my socks blown. I hired someone else to fuck for me. Obviously, you mistake me for someone that gives a shit. You know how rich I am? 
You know how much credit I got? <laughs> I threw away all my platinum coins. And it's I actually got a uranium coin. Uh, loser. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Rolls Royce pickup truck. Step off, Bucky. I got a penthouse with a helicopter pad on the roof. And snipers in the other building to make sure no one steals my helicopter. Look, you played out player. I don't need you. I got a vibrator. Donald Trump delivers my newspapers in the morning. And I don't even tip him. <laughs> You want some of this? You're gonna have to give me some more. God damn, there ain't no more. Is there? Yeah, as a shorty playing in the front yard of the crib, Pretty good. I fell down and I bumped right. my head. Yeah, right, Someone right. picked me up I mean, and asked me if I was okay. I said, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. Known as a shorty, I, I, I was always I told. <laughs> I'm part of the grade myself. My favorite part of that sketch so, is when that girl like disses him, he's like, bitch, and he just goes right back <laughs> in that <laughs> so effortless. My, my other one that I, I, I haven't heard that one, my other favorite line, that, do you know how frivolous I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We might have to put, do you yeah, know how ahead. frivolous I am on the board. That is such a good line. If I ever have that much money, I'm just gonna go. Do you know how frivolous I am? And just like throw money in people's faces and be like, go, go buy a surgery. Yeah, I mean, go kill something. But that sketch is great, right? Yeah, no, that was very, that was very good. I was, I enjoyed it. Oh man, I mean, I, there's been no wider reaction to it, I'm sure, than what I just said. <laughs> but like, mm, yes, gave me a giggling, <laughs> a vicious giggling. <laughs> <laughs> the likes of which have never been seen. <laughs> but the sketch on rap albums is a very weird thing, though. I don't really understand how that became like, like a, I remember, a I can standard. remember back in the day listening to fucking Two Live Crew, Ice T, right. Ice Cube. Yep. They all had little Ice like skits coming out of like NWA. That. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember NWA having it. I don't. I feel like. See, I don't know if NWA had skits, but they definitely had. Like, yeah, I remember they had like a little banter yeah. beforehand. But Wu Tang did that but I guess, too. I think uh, Wu Tang. Wu Tang is not. It, like, it's like I'm skits a fucking, and then Wu Tang. Fucking, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm fucking. So your asshole close and keep feeding you and feeding you. I love that shit. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Uh, but I feel like the thing, like maybe it's like from NWA, you had that real. I mean, like they were fucking hardcore gangsters and shit, you know what I'm saying? Niggas with attitude, obviously. Right, right, but then, right. like, they'd have tracks where they just fucking, to see. you know, you like, can't change me. Easy E and Automobile, where it's just like, it's just a, it's a big, dumb joke song, and it's, you know, and it's it's him just goofing off, but it's... Oh, you know who else is, uh, uh, oh, it's killing me that I can't. Too Short also had a lot right. of those. Right, yeah. but it's it's weird, though. I mean, like, it's a, one of those weird things where it's like, you motherfuckers are hardcore and ruthless, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then they sit at the piano, like, I remember that old shit that Easy was kicking back in the day, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, fuck the police, but it's, it's weird to, like, straight up Wait. murderers, like, DMX, DMX, I got blood on my dick because I fucked the corpse. You can't have jokes in your album. That's you know? actually my favorite DMX. I don't think he's kidding. I, like, he's I'm, not I'm, kidding, bro. With DMX, it's almost serious. With everything he's hey, yo, bitch. Hey, yo, bitch. Hey, yo, bitch. You say I'm fucking a corpse over here. That dude has dog shows where he dresses up his pit bulls and ladies' clothes. That's fucked up coming out of DMX, right? Yeah. It's DMX, Darkman. But it's like when you think about, like... <laughs> when you think about the reality of what had to happen for those rap skits where they all sound all hardcore, right. is like a bunch of dudes sitting around mics. Hey, cue the gunshot noise. That's, oh, this is what I was you know what I mean? yeah, like, like, cue the cue the sound of cop okay, sirens. Well, do you want we the can, do you want? I have cop perfect. sirens one, two, and three. I perfect example. Songs, perfect example <laughs> is the end of Notorious B.I.G.'s Warning. Where like the whole I've thing... also got a sad trombone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you need, do you guys need that in your rap song? Uh, get this fucking producer out of the studio. We're burning money. Okay. No, Take not so much. Take him and his fucking Godzuki quotes out of the studio. Uh, this bad boy, bitch. Uh, but so so like at the end of at Biggie's warning, it's like him like talking about people trying to break in and shit. You know what I'm saying? He's like, and it ends with him talking about grabbing the gun. Hold on, I hear somebody coming. And then it's the sket with and both voices. I'm pretty sure are Puff Daddy. 
And he's just oh, like, yeah, the Toby and, yeah, it's both, it, yeah, it's it's Puff Daddy, and it very makes very little effort to disguise the fact that he's playing both characters. He's like, oh shit, you got a red dot on your head, you got a red dot too, and then, boom, boom, you're like they like you know they're trying to break in, like is this Notorious B.I.G.'s crib? Hey, hey, what's going on? Yeah, it's, uh, but it's like it's like Puffy talking to himself twice. So like every time I hear it, I just imagine like you're saying. Puff Daddy in a fucking recording booth, just being like, "Hey, okay, come on." This is, <laughs> like, was that good? Was that good? Okay, I'll do it again. Okay, all right. Because he's so insane, I have a feeling he put on a different hat. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, "Yo, man, what's yeah. up?" I'm, so I'm just saying, right? just flipping, flipping hats halfway. Uh, Puffy, 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 are you, you do that one with you? You don't have to record both voices at the same time. <laughs> we'll lay them down separately. Puffy, for that second part, you forgot to put the hat on. <laughs> oh shit, man! Let me do it again. Let me do it again. Let me do it again. Hey, does it does it sound like two different people? Uh, um, only when you wear the hat, Puffy. <laughs> only when you're wearing the hat. <laughs> also, I think put on the sunglasses when you're playing the other guy, not the guy with the hat. <laughs> really, so hat, no sunglasses, and then weird. no hat with sunglasses. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. It's it's a funny it's a funny juxtaposition, I guess. Puffy yeah, yeah. was the first person that I parodied in a sketch video I ever really like, recorded. It was for school. For you did a Puff Daddy impression? I, I can't now. It was just like that PE 2000 came out. And I was like, this oh, is one, one, yeah. one, one. Oh, man, that chorus was the most annoying shit in the world. It was <laughs> Public Enemy. It's pu- Public Enemy 2000. It's PE 2000. And the chorus is public. It's Puff Daddy just going, Public Enemy no. number one. One, 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 it's one, awful. one. What? But it, that, what? that song and what? Super Thug by Noriego. Right? What, 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 I have to fix the Harry Morose situation here. Hold on. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you fixing the mic? You fixing yeah, is it too far away okay. from my mouth? It's too far away from my mouth. Let's do this. I feel like Stephen Hawking. Okay. What he's really trying to do is somehow uh, <laughs> minimize the blackosity that is threatening to overwhelm the southeast quadrant of the table right now, Harry. <laughs> you brought Noriega. Oh, you found Manuel Noriega? Here in the Philippines, <laughs> that, if you could pull, if you could pull up, if you could just pull up go. Noriega yeah, Super Thug, the first twenty seconds of that is is maybe it's the most unintentionally right? yeah it's the most it's one, I don't know if it's him but it's one of the most unintentionally hilarious like, it's like these rap intros are so dumb it's supposed to be like drug dealers and stuff but it's so fucking goofy what it's Super Thug right yeah it's Super Thug you found him where you found you found the man with Noriega he in the Philippines Super Thug yeah, yeah. the name of the song the name of the song is Super Thug it was a very big rap song I counted so Super Thug Noriega yeah right. I counted how many times they said what in that song oh once and God. it was like well into the hundreds yeah, it's like dude, it's, so deep it's, it's super thug what what norio <laughs> that's what it comes up as <laughs> it's, it's ludicrous how many yeah, what it, it is oh man no it's noriega come on get your rapper straight <laughs> I was about to say, this is ludicrous. <laughs> There's some very people, people are real home at Riff Hoppers right now. Oh, I can say. remember the beginning of this. This is what I was talking about. Here, here we go. Why is it not? You gotta, no. get the, you gotta get the talking. I heard this song no. way before I knew I just heard this on the radio actually the other day, so I'm so glad. For the, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Boom. What you know about that, Southeast? <laughs> it, what you it, know about that? Does it start off silent? You and your head, right? my shit fucked? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Does it start off silent? Yeah, here, no, here we go. Yeah. Does oh, it? No, no. Is this part of the? Is it in the video? Yeah. Is this supposed to have sound? I don't know. Yeah, it's supposed to have sound. There's there's what a lot the of sound fuck? that's this... not going on right now. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Are you? Oh. Okay. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. This is. Yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. now you've got the what. Okay, to be okay. honest, I'm pretty surprised we were able to land yeah. randomly on a spot with what's. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> Hell is shit. 
Yeah. It's like when you listen to it with headphones on, all of a sudden you're like, "You found Manuel Noriega in the Philippines!" Like, like it's like we found him. It's like they didn't tell him where they found him, and they're like, "No, we got him." <laughs> he's more surprised. Though. He's like, "You're more... not talking to Scooby Doo. Right. You're talking to a human." He's like more surprised by the Philippines than the Noriega, which is like is a staggering. <laughs> he got a mansion. Like, they couldn't have even been. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> it's I what's that? That's, and then and then you get hit with 172 watts. <laughs> oh, just uh, wrap his wrap his. Uh, Are you okay? Do you need uh, paper towels? You need, I was uh, just crying a little. Do you need bit. a hand <laughs> towel? Have, what right, what right. can I get for you? I haven't I reminisced about this, these rap songs in so long. Shout out to K Day. Yeah, K Day is seriously where it's at. Although I hate uh, that they say. Like, we play strictly old school rap. I play a song with, like, Ashanti from when I was a senior in high school, which wasn't that long ago. Like, that's not that old school. You know, we're going to play old school, play actual old school songs. I heard Sugar Hill Gang the other day, uh, Rapper's Delight. And, uh, classic. Man, I remember the first time I, like, listened to that song for real and I, like, like heard that it was, like, a real thing, you know, and I was like, fucking, you know, back in the, like, I guess that was mid 90s or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you had to, like, do some real work on the internet to find a song. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, in the yeah, MIR Oh, I was like, you had to do some real, real work in the it 80s did, to, get on the <laughs> to find a song. Hey, you what, guys, hey, one on a computer. hey, you guys invented an internet yet? Also, a way for me to transfer files. Hey, also, a digital format for music. Hey, after I'm I want to need all those things so hey, I can listen to this thing called Sugar Hill Gang. After, Rapper's Delight. After we, after we watch Miami Vice, you guys want to jump on Napster and grab some tunes? <laughs> I'm sorry. What, the future person's back. He's talking gibberish again. Mr. Future's here. Uh, but, I mean, like, I was like... I'm going to BBS into the mainframe and grab myself an MP3. Here's one of those, like, black moments <laughs> where, like, I could, like, it's like when you found out that, like, it was equivalent to finding out that there were more verses to the Fresh Prince theme song, which I found out from white people. Uh, and I remember just being like, with another black person being like stunned that that was a re- like a thing. I was like, oh my god, we had no idea. We didn't I know did, how to. I didn't know that. Either. Yeah, right. It was it was like uh, it's astonishing. And then like when I found out the Sugar Hills game was like real, right, long, I was right. like, oh my god, this is like damn. And then like you know, Tricky ain't no good. Oh, but we got to lead this place. That whole last verse is like the fucking greatest rap verse of all time, bro. Yeah, yeah that pretty that whole thing with the, <laughs> the, the chicken, chicken verse was like the chicken and the food. That shit is so fucking amazing because everything else is like who kinda, else is laying down a track like that? It's kind of like what's boom, going maybe. on, and you know, like kids was up in the street and was like, right. by the way, let me just get one verse on chicken. Can I do one verse <laughs> right. on chicken? I, I like that they're still cool after that whole incident. <laughs> yeah, and then his friend comes up and apologizes or whatever for some ko pectate. Oh, yeah. like who else is dropping ko pectate in rap songs these days? We've got a fucking dearth. Of real good K.O. Pectate references. That's true. That's how I knew what K.O. Pectate was. I still don't know what it is. I really but don't I know even know much of it, but probably, I know right? that it does some real good indigestion relief, yeah. bro. If someone gives me chicken that ain't no good, I'm going it's, for K.O. Pectate. It's, it's the active ingredient Pepto-Bismol. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Damn, Mitch. Look at you. Mr. Future. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Future. <laughs> 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 Mr. Reading the back of labels from the future. Even hey, this though... This exists we... in the 80s, all right? Yes. Yes, Pepto-Bismol. I'm in the internet version of this. Oh, all right. I was muddling it all together Let's talk there, about the there. back of the label. There's a lot of things that didn't exist in the 80s, but I think Pepto-Bismol was That's knocking around. Pepto? K-O-Peptate? 
Oh my god, I never even put that together. Well, well played, Mitch. So what's the Bismol come from? Uh, you how you nothing. feel you during it? <laughs> bismol, bismol hydrate. K.O. pectate abysmal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not it's good bismol enough, Larry. Bismol hydrate gyalaxamine. You nerd. I'm just making that up. Oh. Hey, <laughs> I was really like, I was convinced. Fucking, oh, you yeah. trade in. That's yeah. why got, see, that's why he's got a headrest, because mm. he trades in on that fucking authority. You have more comfortable seating, I hey, promise you. Hey, do we? Yes. Do we smoke yes. like a fucking elitist? First off, those are newer. They don't have two years of my ass sitting in them. These, so, uh, I, I have no problem with this chair at all. I sit on a stool normally thank to work you. on my computer. Some people have problems with the fancy chairs hey, I see, bought this just is how for it them. Starts, Harry, divide and conquer. I thought you were from Motown. You're supposed to know about this shit. I am from Motown. That's <laughs> why I only know about the Motown. See if I can keep complaining chairs. about an already good chair. He'll get us better chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, you don't understand how the hustle works, baby. <laughs> I, I mean, I got chairs in the back that fold up if you want me to grab something. Feel free, motherfucker. I'll take I'm it. A you don't want this chair. I sit in this chair naked. This has got my butt. I don't want all the chair, this. you understand? I want the principle that the chair exists on. I went and bought you new chairs so that you'd have a comfortable place instead of the fucking fold-up shits. After you got rid of the couch. And I got you Ain't a fucking even... mini fridge. Whoa. Ain't nobody asked for no mini fridge. We asked to be treated like people. And I got you beer. The mini fridge. Didn't land. We didn't land on the mini fridge. The mini fridge landed on us. <laughs> nope. No, I said next to your chair. It didn't land on anybody. Malcolm X. It's just near you. It's just near you. You're like, fuck you. But I am going to grab another beer. Yeah. Thank you for that. But you also, fuck your mini fridge. Only thing that's going to make me forget about your Tom Dickery right now is a delicious cool Bud Light. <laughs> You seemed very upset when I bought Bud Light. No, man, Bud Light's cool. No, you're all right? Okay. Yeah, I never know, like, what to buy. Nice. I just I just know I mean, that... I go by, honestly, I think to myself, what's inexpensive I can buy a bunch of that people aren't going to go, motherfucker, who bought this shit? So we turn it to I was worried that Bud Light was that. If Mitch goes to get beer for the show... Because you know what's here's what's going to always be on Let's get Bud Light, Budweiser, Coors... Hang on it. What we got? Um, sometimes Hodules. Well, of course, O'Doul's. But I'm talking, why bother? Slits. I'm talking like beers that you would actually drink. Slits. Budweiser, Bud Light, and Coors, and sometimes Heineken are almost always on sale. Yeah, Heineken's solid. I had this Go beer Heineken's in okay. Northern California oh. called Hazed and Confu- or Hazed and Infused, and it was awesome. I don't even like hoppy beer, but it was pretty cool. It wasn't the cheesiest looking like explosive. Well, was it that microbrew brew? stuff kind I, of thing? I don't know. Like a I, local. Flavor I don't deal? think so. I think it's a like a mass produced beer. It's just not all over the place. It seems like that's that became a thing, you know. <laughs> that like, sentence does not make any sense. It's small mass produced, breweries. But it's not. It's, it's you know what I mean. <laughs> it's not like local. No, no, no. But like, it seems like it seems uh, like right around <laughs> early two thousands, like micro brewing got grass. in, and then like it became sort of local brews and like smaller independent companies making beer. It just yep. seems like everybody's got their own beer. Yeah. Even Everyone's got a beer, like beer or a podcast or a... Uh, <laughs> I don't have a podcast. If you don't have a beer, a, a microbrew or a podcast, you're nobody in the 21st yeah. century. You understand? That's right. That's Get right. out of here, kid. Go Sorry, do, do you have a book? No book? No CD? No podcast? No mo- no beer of your own? Do you exist? <laughs> are you, what are you, from the future? You're, you'll need an app and a website as well. <laughs> no? Okay. Okay. Mr. Future. Mm-hmm. Teddy's been uh, silently counting in his head uh, every time that I've uh, killed my own joke by saying no. It's me. <laughs> and I really, I'm going to make a montage of that one day. It's going to be a massive. You, gonna be a lot of mon- you should have a montage of all these montages. One day we're going to reach a place where we're just going to do <laughs> a, a montage. Uh, montage. 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 <laughs> We've gone. 
down too deep. No. Oh, we gonna fucking incept the montage, bro. Yeah, montage. We got the inception montage that's going on the board. Inception montage. Yo, we heard also, you like montages, so we also, put a montage inside your montage so you can montage while you montage. You guys should be also, playing Mahjong at the end of this. So you have a Mahjong montage. Mahjong montage. Uh, we also, in, in, the, in the, in the montage montage, there needs to be a montage every time that Teddy has misused Inception. No, that's exactly <laughs> how Inception works. Uh, Where's the kick? Inception, inception means uh, the the the, the, the onslaught, right? like the the beginning of a thought, mm-hmm. like the inception of an idea. It no, has nothing to do with putting no, something. No, it's bro. not Russian. You doll. don't understand how inception. Works. It is the <laughs> literal <laughs> mind blowingness and the realization that the inception happened, bro. You put a montage inside a montage. Inception. <laughs> also, that's how inception in, in Teddy's mind. That's how inception the movie went. It's like every time something happened like that, a voice. I did inception. no, I did every time something fucking crazy happened in Inception. There was a voice that I saw, like a shadow figure inception. off to my left that just had its hand next to its head, like a fucking brain. We need you to create out. this world. Inception. What? Inception. What was that voice? Never mind. I need you to create a world. Inception. I had I had weeks where I just woke up screaming, "Where's the kick? Inception. Where's the kick?" <laughs> You don't understand how it works, bro. You ain't been to the bottom of the elevator. You don't know. That's a good movie. <laughs> I do wonder if I if I was like That's all I got to add to it. <laughs> if I fell asleep like halfway through an ep- uh, like an acid trip and then woke up like in a post Inception world, uh, or in a world where I've already seen Inception, which would, which would be this world, um, I, it does make me wonder how tripped out I'd be. There, there, I have an opportunity coming up. To, to incept yourself? To incept myself. <laughs> to do acid. Uh, oh, and I haven't done close. it since uh, 2000. So it's been 12 years. Yeah. And the thing is, when I think about it, back then, like, like in, in those 12 done. years, so much, like, we have cell phones now. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, Big cell leap. phones, iPads, uh, uh, a wireless internet connection, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. uh, uh Everything cars really? that drive like, themselves, cars that drive electric cars. Well, we had those, but they killed them motherfuckers in two thousand. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, had one. Yeah. I had one. I guess I could, they like, did. Just yeah. drive who killed the electric car? Great documentary. You know? Shout out to the documentary. Who killed the electric car? <laughs> what? That's a good. That is a good documentary. I haven't seen it, but I, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know it was prior to two thousand. Are you guys big into documentaries? Huge. I love. Documentaries. Have you guys seen the Dear Zachary documentary? Oh my god! I don't want to talk. Don't look up anything about it. I won't. And don't be like, don't like expect me in a good mood after it. But go watch this document. It's so fucked up. What's a what's a what's a brief synopsis? I can't. I don't even want. You can't even tip your hand at all. I don't. I don't want to. Like I, I've been. I mean, I see it on HBO's on demand. Yeah, I can watch it. Call it again. It's like Dear Zachary, a letter to a son from his father. It's uh oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. I didn't want to see that. I, I saw the description. Uh, I was like, mm, sounds, sounds not watching like, that. Sounds like a lot of mm. sadness already. No. Yeah, it, it is. But it's fucking crazy. I think, even though it's sad. It's one of those, you know how like every sitcom has got, got, got the, the thing where it's like, I'm going to make a tape for our, our uh, unborn child. Um, and then they live. This is a documentary where that doesn't happen. Hmm. I, yeah, I'm not going to see that. It's, I, it's. I know it's I don't need that. I don't need that. But there's. I mean, it, I'm sure it's touching. It's just one of those. I just think. It, I thought it was an uh, interesting story. Like you know, I'm sure, so, it's very fascinating. But you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. It happens. So what? People are dying all right over here. the place nonstop. You guys <laughs> no, it's. I mean, listen, it's the, see, this is the one thing about that whole like, motherfuckers is dying everywhere. Whatever. Uh, Hand me a soda when you're uh, Sorry. It's like yes, okay. It's yes. There's terrible, terrible travesties happen all over the place. But you cannot somehow allow that from preventing you 
uh, of appreciating a real life, incredibly intimate personal tragedy that is utterly devastating for a person's psyche. I, I get, I, I get the point, but it's, one it, of those, it's one of the most infuriating things in the world, though, because it's like, yes, a fucking genocide is occurring, but you know what? You're not really doing shit about the genocide anyway, because you're voting in motherfuckers who keep the genocide perpetuating. So shut up with that lame ass excuse. That person experienced a personal tragedy. Let them have that fucking pain. Let them have that pain, bro. I'm, it's just a really lazy, <laughs> lazy. I hate that motherfucking thing so much. Oh I my hate god, it. not for every, nothing. Every one of those. Uh, I have no idea that I don't think that that's at all what <laughs> what Harry's talking about. No, I, I think we're all on your side on this one, but I don't think that's at all what we're talking there's, about. There's definitely pain in there, and the pain is what makes the story incredible, and the, what makes me want to watch it. I'm not all I'm saying. No, it's is, just like you like I don't like we don't like he was just like oh those stories exist, you know, and you were like oh, oh that yeah, yeah. Point, that's what I'm saying. Uh, what I'm the, all I'm saying about that is like a lot, you know, it, it's that same kind of thing where. Part of me goes like, listen, yes, you ha- everybody's got their own pain. Um, I don't want to say like keep it to yourself, but in a sense, basically like I don't necessarily need to take part in it. Like you, that's that's on you. Right. You know, I'm real sorry it happened. Right. We've, everybody's got their own pain. Right, but this is, I mean, you this, know what I mean? this is a movie of that, so clearly it's there for some entertainment purpose. Well, let I me give you an example. Some education to it, but. The last Christmas I spent with my mom, I, I videotaped like a three-hour interview I did with her. I can't watch that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I had to watch, before she died, she asked me to make the video for her memorial service. So I had to watch, you know, that video and take yeah. pieces out of it. And that was hard then, and she was still alive. Yeah. And I'm I, like, I couldn't watch it today. So I definitely couldn't watch somebody else's, like, father make a videotape for that. I'd be like, mm-mm, this is – I'm not saying there's nothing touching about it. I'm not saying that it's not a powerful story. I just literally wouldn't be able to take it. I'd be like, no, nah, I can't. That's much. cool. You know, that's, that's probably and I, good. I feel like you'd be in the same position on that one. Uh, it'd probably be a very overwhelming thing to experience. All right, then don't yeah. watch it. You don't, no, I, I, mean, I, I thought I, it was, I mean, I thought it was an amazing story. It's not that way. We, we're not saying it's I, not an amazing probably, story. <laughs> at some point, we'll probably watch it because it is a very, you know, it's a very, uh, one of those uniquely painful things. And that's, I think that's, that's what you're getting at. It's, but it's, I think, I think to Mitch's point, I feel like, and this is one of the things that I think also with comedians, especially as well, too, the whole normal, well, just people don't become comedians. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you're already extra sensitive in a way to those kind of things in some regards, you know? Sure. So like, sure. It's like, it's, you know, like, and you're already like dealing with a lot of that shit anyway, or whatever. So it's kind of like in your downtime, you don't really want to like <laughs> yeah, yeah, recreationally yeah. just dive into sadness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like a lot of sadness all the other times. Right. You know what I mean, right. so like, it's not like, I'll probably watch it at some point. Cause it is one of those things that's interesting. And, and I, I'm sure that I would, I would, it would cause me to think about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I have an easier time. Like, watching. I'm gonna have a sad day today. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm yeah, down with that. Sometimes. I, I don't want to be like, like "Wait, all fucked up today." I'm gonna go ahead and throw on that movie. Yeah, yeah, no, ain't uh, no coming back from today. I get like, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna watch Forrest Gump. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Beaches. I'm gonna watch Dear Zachary. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Dear Zachary. I'm gonna watch Grizzly Man. Fuck that! Who gives a shit about that guy? Come on, he had that. I'm just talking about man. Just like I, just like I ain't gonna feel no goodness for no one. He's alone in the woods with the grizzly bear. (laughs) He sleep in the. uh, I don't know why all of a sudden he turned Japanese. When he got eaten, there was a girl with him. Oh, I and she's like that. screaming, and he's like, and "No, it's this cool, is his it's girlfriend. Cool. She does not agree with his love for the bears. Watches the bear eats his head. Jacques this Cousteau. is obviously a very shocking moment if you have a soul, which I don't." <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler has a voice to there. Little Adam Sandler there. <laughs> yeah. have, you guys, have you guys seen the Crow? Man, you know what that movie? Is? Yes. Oh my God! Ooh, now, that movie. Ooh, that's a Christie. Christie. I can't. That's a movie I can't watch. I can't watch when bad things are happening to animals. That fucks me up. Movie. 
the cove. Oh, the cove. It's about, about uh, they stay where they in, Jap- in Japan. Uh, you know, they they are just they are just murdering dolphins, uh, mm. and then they've gotten the International Whaling Commission to just look at a blind eye because they've you know bought off all the small island nations or whatever. And, and so shark fin soup. They've lied. And they've lied. And they've lied. And they've lied for years and years and years, and people knew it was happening. So there was the the documentary. Uh, it, it captures the quest to prove officially. That the Japanese government is full of shit on this, I, and uh, I can't watch that. It's it is, awful. it is, it is, uh, it is, uh, um, it is. Fuck, man, it's tough. I saw, I like, I saw that that was on Netflix. Uh, I was watching Blue Planet on Netflix, and it showed this pod. Of, I think it's funny that killer whales come in a pod. Right? Because when I think of pod, you think of like peas. Peas aren't threat. I mean, they taste gross. Just threatening. like a couple killer whales in a pod. You know what I'm saying? Right? And then there's a couple also... orcas in a pod, B. It's either that or POD, and that's not threatening either. That's going to be my new thing whenever, I, uh, whenever I'm trying to connect with a girl. <laughs> Baby, you know what? We're like two orcas in a pod. <laughs> so Don't you mean peas? No, motherfucker. Orcas come in a pod. Put that on the board. Those things are messed <laughs> like up. Two orcas in a pod. So there's these, there's these oh, killer whales, shit. right? There's this pod of shamus. And they found this mother uh, humpback whale and its calf, and they're, like, trying to separate the two of them, so they keep, like, swimming around them and poking them away from each other just so they can, like, kill this uh, humpback whale calf. And that was, I was, like, crying watching it, which is awful. And then they kill it, and they eat just its lower jaw, and then they just leave. Like, it's no big deal. And that's the end of this whole story. Yeah, bro. I saw Gordon Ramsay do the thing on the shark fin soup where he was going around and he found a bunch of, you know, shark fins just sitting and then found a bunch of sharks without shark fins still flapping around on a boat and everything else like that. And he got, he like he got held up by gunpoint by the Yakuza. You know, the Cove is, the Cove is real fucking, like, I mean, it's, it is like a fucking uh, I'm, suspense I'm thriller and, thing, and yeah. like amazing. And the thing about it is that the, the dude who is uh, at the heart of the story is the guy who was involved with Flipper. And so it's, I mean, that part alone, like, I was just like, I was like, damn, you want to know I don't trust that motherfucking dolphin, son? Watch the code, B. <laughs> Hear that man talk about Flipper and tell me you trust the dolphin again. If those motherfuckers ever get the chance. Everybody gonna die. Everybody gonna die. The story you told Harry, Teddy. Harry, if dolphins had the chance to execute some payback for Flipper, tell me everybody wouldn't die. I don't oh, know. Wait, 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 no. <laughs> a lot of people would die. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of blood would be shed, bro. A lot of blood. It's pretty. Me- you know, like in but movies, still cool with us now. No, we don't know. It's a plot, B. If you hear this fucking flipper story, I swear to God, you would be like, oh. if you're Japanese, you're fucked. No, everybody's fucked. Fuck. So, no, because this so, dude, not, this dude, it's not Japanese. This it's part. this the guy who show business. Yeah. So it's flipper. it's it's, it's, oh. it's the man who basically like the well, only. Well, they just we just keep that on the DL. They don't need to know about that. The dolphins don't need to know about that. No, but the dolphins do, and that's how that's they fucking know. Yeah, if they listen to. This podcast thinks a lot. Uh, no, do realize they right? already knew, Mitch. They already knew. They the broadcasted on the Stoner Nose. We broadcasted in the Mariana Mariana's Trench now. You see, so shout uh, out to the Trench folk. Hey, wh- how about we just what? what? Uh, the Japanese <laughs> killed the. In the Mariana's Trench. Hey, uh, hey dolphins. He in a heat lamp. Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> he uh, Bin Laden uh, killed Flipper. <laughs> uh, I'm just letting you know that now. Don't listen to Teddy. He's crazy. Galactus killed Flipper. Okay. Oh, there. Oh, yes. Man. Marvel reference. <laughs> I like it. Take he, it out of this galaxy, okay? The flipper Go planet. somewhere else. Leave us the fuck alone. We got enough problems. We got asteroids and shit. We don't need dolphin murder plots. Have you watched that uh, The Weight of the Nation HBO documentary? I haven't seen that. The four-part. Um, what is it about? Pretty fascinating. It's about, about, about the obesity. weight of the nation. Um, it's 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 fascinating because it's one of those yeah. it's one of those things where it's like it's this multifaceted problem with uh, no easy solution, and uh, the way that they the way that they they present it. It's a, again four parts. The first part is like here's why we're all fat. 
and like here's uh some here's here's a problem with the upcoming uh, upcoming generation of kids that upcoming all, is probably more specifically that's, fat ass kids upcoming actually is <laughs> uh, brilliant and uh, uh, deserves recognition <laughs> shoving crumbs well played upcoming upcoming up <laughs> damn you a your subconscious just did a but, real drive by in the next generation it's bro. a good thing y'all upcoming <laughs> motherfucking fat <laughs> I think it's good that they're upcoming that way we can follow the path back in history uh, yeah that's a good yeah but follow the crumbs well done back through well labyrinth, right? But we all know how that worked out for Hansel und Gretel, and uh, uh, which it wasn't very good. Put it that way. Oh, son of a damn, snap, bitch, damn. motherfucker, shit. Damn. You guys want me to go get some uh, paper towel? No, no. Can you see that this tablecloth is is uh, it's it's water treated? It's, see it's so crazy. What is that? What? It's like that oh, part. Shit. Yeah, you yeah. see that right now. But that doesn't mean space? don't clean it up. I'm just space. It's like that scene in Terminator. Am I in Prometheus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got hand, hand towels in there you can grab. Um uh yeah, so it's talk about the it talks about the the upcoming uh problem of of childhood abuse uh, obesity because of the fact upcoming that problem. they're going to have you know, they're basically living in a world a, a post-fat world. Um, What's post-fat? It's like a post-fat apocalypse. You mean like people aren't fat anymore? Just everyone's fat, so your fat's not dead. What I'm saying is that, for instance, it one of the it's for instance, you know, hey, baby, it's just corn. You know, we talked about that before. Uh, Corn everything, corn syrup and everything, and and putting corn meal into stuff, and the way that your body processes corn, as we know. If you've ever uh, turned around and looked before you flushed, you know about corn and its effects on the body. It's always there. Even when you don't eat corn, there's always one kernel. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, it's in fucking everything you eat nowadays for flavoring and, and sugar and things like this and sweetness. And uh, portion sizes are out of control. And even just uh, – they did a – I'm trying to remember. It was uh, that Food Network show, the kitchen one where they do kitchen science experiments or whatever. They did. I remember they they showed one where they were like they had an all you could eat buffet, and they were like one of the theories on why people eat more is that the plate sizes are bigger. So they tested. They split a room down the middle, had this same exact thing on both sides, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, on one side they had smaller plates than the other, and obviously the people with the bigger plates ate that much more, over twenty percent more. Yeah, you don't have to get up, <clears throat> go up as many times, right? And you wouldn't. That's right. just it. Apparently, if you had a smaller plate, you just you'd be like, <clears throat> ah, I'm good," because you'd finish that and be like, ah, "I don't, I don't need more." But if you had a bigger plate, you'd be like, "I got to finish all this food." Yeah, you know? I can't. Look at all this plate I got left. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't even give a shit about that anymore. If I can't finish the food, I'm just like, whatever, leave it. It's rubbish. Yeah, I need to. I need to get into that mindset. Um, I like food. Like, I love the way it tastes. But I know, like, I eat slowly enough where I know when I'm full and I'm just like done. I think if you just take your time when you eat, you should be fine. People yeah, get, people get that. mad though. Yeah, people get you... mad if you eat too slow. I know they always do. I'm like, um, it's like, hey, like, look I'm at not me. in a rush. Come you know on. what I'm saying? Hey. Or that thing when people like uh, hoist on you their childhood uh, poverty. Right. Where they're like, I learned when I was a kid, you don't waste food. Yeah. You gotta clean your plate, okay? That's yeah. what we do. You eat everything on your plate. We didn't have any food when I was a kid, so you ate what the fuck was put in front of you. It's like, I'm sorry, but you didn't have eight grand slams as a kid, so <laughs> fucking fuck Starving you. Starving children in Africa, right? Yeah. That's a big one. You develop some races. You're forcing those kids to eat all that food they don't want to eat. Talking about all the starving children in Africa, they're eventually like, fuck those kids in Africa. They would die if they ate our food, like, right off the bat. Uh, wouldn't be able to take it. They just like that's too much food. You got to you had to eat it in like small small chunks. Like here's a piece of a Big Mac. You couldn't give them a whole Big Mac. They'd be like, 
I know bodies wouldn't be able to take it. But yeah, it was, it's amongst a number of things they were talking about in the documentary. It's crazy to me that, that they relate to that. I don't like. I don't get <laughs> how a, it's so visible. And if you feel bad about it, and you know the way to change it, in most cases, then I, I just don't get why more people don't take it. Because as a person from uh, the south. Uh, where obesity is at. That's that's Next. spelled S O U F F. Double south. <laughs> south. Uh, you gotta south. get an extra F on there with south. Um, where you where, have a lot okay, of inner strength. And I think I think some of the numbers too, especially like in the, like in the south, the numbers are like oh yeah, like, yeah. Sta- I mean, just staggeringly high obesity. Michigan levels. has really big people too. Like uh, Detroit's one of the fattest cities in the nation. Uh, but I mean, I think it's like and, and don't it, doubt that. Don't doubt that uh, at all. But like Houston for the longest time was the Houston's fattest city. One. I mean, that's more than right. Houston, which is I mean, just just you know, fatty for fat. Everything fat, bigger in Texas, uh, right? But it's like I'm gonna have to get it one six out state. The idea that like the solutions are available runs counterintuitive to the problem because there's no problem in their eyes. You know what I'm saying? I, that, that's true. I, and it's I like, and it's this that's... idea of like, you can't even get to the point of having a dialogue about how do we fix this problem when so many people involved with the problem are denying that it's a problem. I, yeah. And then more important than that, you are, you are then passing it on down to the next generation at, in a just incredibly uh catalyzed way and it's it's like running at hyperspeed you yeah. know and like and shit is not gonna end well man you know what i thought I don't about know. Like, you know what i thought about is i i, I started <laughs> to get like this almost conspiratorial theory in my head because i was like if you think about it if if not that this is the case but if this were if you wanted to get conspiratorial you could say like okay if all the rich people in the world just were like you know what the problem is too many poor people we need to just kill them but not physically go out to that's too fair, much work i'm pretty sure they said that a long time ago pretty sure they've said that so if they said okay here's what we do right <laughs> we 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 fuck over their opportunities for proper health care uh then we fatten them up uh with you know cornmeal and corn syrup um make nutritional facts difficult to get at and give them weird arbitrary numbers they don't really understand uh, then we work them, you know, 12 hours a day, things like this, Force them to fast give them food. a half hour lunch break near fast food restaurants. So their only options for food, <clears> greasy shit in the schools, fucking greasy fat foods and take away the, uh, mom makes a nice dinner at home when husband gets home from work kind of thing. So you need two working parents and nobody's got time to cook for the kids. So they got to go out and get fast food. Let's do that. And then they'll just get fatter and fatter, but without access to quality health care, they'll just die. Cut PE and, from and, the school uh, budget? Yes, amongst other things. Uh, take away parks in many uh, metropolitan cities. Charge people fees. Shout out to Mitt Romney. Uh, yeah. Fuck over them bike lanes. Uh, make make every option that, for getting healthy a pricier uh, it's, it's something that kind of almost it becomes a luxury. Yeah, it really does. That's, that's like so being funny. healthy costs a lot of money. It does that's what it is in America, where it's like best healthcare in the world, bitches. Woo! And it's like only if you can afford it. Yeah, sure. And sure. the vast majority of people can't, and they die. But is it though? Like, if you had to compare, and it isn't the best in the world. No, I'm really. saying like if you compared like the Swedish uh, system, to, like like I I, mean, I can remember I remember as a kid watching Beyond 2000, and they were always talking about. Here's a new surgical procedure. They'll give this man a new leg made out of pig fat. And you're like, holy shit. And it's always like, where is this? In Sweden. And you're like, right. motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, it was always in well, like, it's like, Australia or Sweden look, or, or France. It was never in America. In the in the realm of sports, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting <clears throat> because, like, 
excuse me, take Kobe Bryant, for example, towards the end of his career, you know, came out of high school. So he's in this interesting generation of athletes who've been playing. For Is like, he but, towards the end of his career? Yeah, right? he's yeah, got like four years. Yeah, you know, but like the only reason he can still play because we're in this new era of incredible uh, health regimens that people can afford if you're an elite athlete and trainers and the medications and the surgeries. Like he took uh, a trip to Germany and he got some crazy knee surgery that's like cutting edge and they're putting different kind of Where fluid. Where they kill poor children and yeah, just exactly. extract. Like, you know, they take their tears directly. and they inject it in there, and their spirit is he <clears throat> bounces up tricks. for rebounds. Yo, I'm gonna now need more poor babies to his leg here. Uh, <laughs> it was actually Dirk Nowitzki's yeah. baby. The sadness of the poor children is what elevates him. Don't know uh, who for that the is. dunk. Uh, oh, I do know Dirk because he has that look, and yep. his name is Dirk. He's mm. German. Dirk. Right. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> he was also Dirk. in Lil Bow Wow's but, movie. You know, Dirk. But like in any other era, Kobe Bryant's career would have ended a long time ago if he had played the number of minutes that he's played to, at. to the same like level that he's playing right now. Like, right. He would not be at the level. Right. You know? He would not. I mean, he wouldn't be knocking on the door for scoring records. Same with Steve Nash, who has had like a bad back for like 15 yeah, years, no. and for some reason dude is just like killing it and it's in it, football was the same way but a lot of those surgeries and procedures are originating in europe and yeah. places like germany and stuff and yeah you got enough money to just pay for shit out of pocket take a plane trip go over there for a couple weeks get the fancy surgery come back knees is good and new you never felt any better you can play for another five six years meanwhile everybody else doesn't even know that fucking shit exists we've replaced kobe bryant's leg with that of a poor child's um, dead cells. Right. It took 14 children yeah. Yeah. per square foot of leg. And Kobe Bryant's a tall black man. It's a lot of square footage. Lots of children. That's the next step after stem cell research. It's German yeah. child cell research. <laughs> Why did <they> not? <laughs> Now they get them from America. You gotta. Hear oh, it's that, American right. children. Yeah, right. Right. Not a lot of poor people in Germany. They're all good over there. Yeah, probably some African children. Shush. I'm just saying that if you were if you were going conspiratorial, you could you could. You could probably sell it to the paranoid. That, I mean, that, I don't think it's really hard to make the consp- – it's not even really conspiratorial. Do you know what I mean? We know that it, – like- It's convenient that it all, all those puzzle pieces fit. I don't think that anybody sat down and, and made that plan up. Here's why I disagree. But it is interesting because that Because we know that rich things. assholes do get together and plot out <laughs> nefariously like this. The Koch the brothers, the two rich billionaire libertarian douchebag brothers that gather rich douchebags together at their fucking home every year and have a big rich douchebag party with all kind of other famous – rich douchebag Republicans, and they plot out how to be assholes. Now listen, I've got they the do documents. <laughs> I've got the documents on the Koch brothers having their meetings. The, the I've got thing, the documents here. Whether those meetings exist or not... I mean, they do right. exist. It's that, not enough. That's, that's, that's not cool. enough. Let's, they do exist. So those meetings exist. Yes. The, I have the documents. <laughs> the, I mean, faith, the faith I have in the super rich banding together and forming some like super evil alliance like going against the, the well, justice again, league or something. There's, there's, it's crazy. I can't imagine them all agreeing on if anything. You're, if you're Right? A farmer, they, I mean, if you're a farmer and your and your crop is corn, you're doing ARI. Like the government's going to give you subsidies out the ass. Corporations always need more. I don't know. Corn. I don't think farmers are ever doing like super all right. I think. Are you over, kidding me? I don't know. I always feel like. Well, I mean, to be fair, these days. Well, it's not. It's not like farmer Bob, you know, who just has a small farm and he gives out corn. It's, a lot of times, it's like corporate farms, but they were they are made up of like a conglomeration of smaller farmers that they were bought out basically. yeah like the, like the this guy works for Johnson farms, yeah. Mills or this guy works for General Mills like or this guy, guy. Just like somebody who owns the corn market well what i'm saying is they market they man. were they were just Got the standard independent farmers and then and then companies corporations come along and go like hey uh, you know start doing well, monsanto for yeah, instance would be monsanto like hey is the worst so, so monsanto so could come along and street art monsanto 
right up there. If you're if you're a, a Monsanto corn farmer, which is pretty much everybody who's a corn farmer, right. then you're you're a corporate farmer. You're not you know just like well I got a and couple of pigs, me and the wife. Got no decreasing avenues to uh, fight back against yeah. the onslaught. And that what is are you going to do? And yeah. it's the same thing with Coke Industries. They're one of the biggest energy uh, energy industries. I mean, they make a shitload of money. They're a very very powerful industry, and that's why they fucking buy up legislators and have Supreme Court justices at conferences because that's how they keep their fucking money coming. Yeah. They would yeah. much rather spend money to gather their rich freaking friends together and plot how to be assholes because they can. Because most people never even know they exist. Yeah, but I think that's more for their individual. It's, in, it's for, it's like, for their companies. The, yeah, the individual companies. I don't, I don't feel like a whole bunch of like people from around the globe. Can, it doesn't take a lot of people, though. There aren't that many people, Even really. if it's double digits, that's all I'm asking. That's a lot. That's a lot of, and it is, it is like it's 20 to 30 people. people though. I mean, 20 to 30 people. I, I but we're talking about, that, it doesn't, we don't, what are, you, what are you talking about? They're all on the same side. We're talking about fucking like Scalia and Alito from the Supreme Court. We're talking about people. I mean, like the Koch brothers fund all kinds of fucking shit. I mean, they're in everything. They're in everything. Jane Mayer uh, in the New Yorker did an amazing. Like, I've exposite. never heard the term Coke Brothers before, but I like it. I they, know. I mean, and they are fucking <laughs> awful. from the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jane Mayer's uh, 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 turns out Doobie isn't them. as profitable as Coke. <laughs> 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 uh, the Coke Bros have a long play. Uh, <laughs> doobie, 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 shoe wop. No, I'm going to need you to change that. Cokey, cokey, cokey. Uh, That's where the money is. It's Coke spelled with a K, too. K O C H. Oh, uh, shit. So it's oh, racist, too? I was thinking it was Koch. No, uh, it's, I, think it's, I think it's Coke. Is it Coke? Is it like Dennis Koch and uh, the Koch brothers? Uh, maybe it's Koch. I always thought it was Koch. Uh, maybe it's Coke. I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe it's Koch. I'm Here sure. I'm thinking, I'm literally thinking like Coca-Cola. No, no, no. It's I'm thinking like the Coca-Cola yeah, company? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I know they got some money Riff up with all that pronunciation. Coca-Cola. I'll let you boys. Uh, but I mean, like, it really, like, I know it sounds far-fetched. I mean, it's always, oh, yeah, maybe. But it's like, you've got the fucking rich billionaires bring Supreme Court justices in to decide on major cases. They don't need a lot of people in the room. You no, know what they, I'm saying? No, they, you really they don't. Totally don't. I know they don't, but when it comes to, like, really, uh, like, special, uh, specialized plans to get one main thing done, it's industry. I, I think that's tough. Well, no, it's not tough, down. because look at look at the something like Alex, which is the American Legislative Exchange Council. No one even that's knows what That's what my brother is. stands for? Right. Huh? My little brother's name is Alex. Oh, L-A-E-C? Yeah, yeah, apparently yes. Yeah. The the English pronunci- <laughs> uh, generally the English pronunciation is Coke, Coach, uh, Coke. but but uh, former New York mayor mayor uh, Ed Koch right. muddled it up because okay, right. so, it's pronounced Koch, so that's uh, why I yeah. okay. Uh, but so but so like right. in like Alec, right? All they do their entire purpose is to be uh, an organization where uh, legislators are sent to uh, receive legislation that does corporate masters bidding. They go back to their states. They present it verbatim in some places so they don't even take out the fucking template language. And then it gets approved. And then industry is fucking making a killing and everyone is getting fucked over and jobs are being outsourced. Like it is so easy because no one knows. And when you tell people, they get very skeptical and dismissive. And that's why they've been able to get away with this shit for decades. What would you uh, propose is done about this? Uh, well, you've got organizations that have started uh, to spot, uh, shine the spotlight on uh, groups like Alec. It's starting to become a, a thing that is discussed in actual traditional media outlets, which is how it has to start. And the only reason that starts is because people in grassroots Keep on it like a fucking laser and keep pointing it out. You should have we, to expose uh, it. You should have we, to expose it. Should we occupy Alec? We should occupy Alec. <laughs> the next planet. We should. That's what? Occupy. Occupy, occupy Coke. Occupy Coke, man. 
do that. I know a lot of people would be in. We're gonna put Occupy Coke on the board. Of course, if you if you say Occupy Coke, you have a bunch of people. I heard there was free Coke. Yeah, is that Kermit? Standing outside, standing outside of the Coca Cola factory. Eyes are bugging. Hey, hey, are we getting free soda? I'm here to Occupy Coke. Personally, I'd like to occupy Sprite, sir. Shut up, we're occupying Coke. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. But Occupy Seven up after this. Knowledge, my friend. That's what I propose. Yeah, it's 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 a multi-layered knowledge thing. It's just is, it's it's it's, it's fascinating. It's a complicated in onion peel. Um, and actually, it brings me to one of the news items I was going to bring up. Last week on the show, we talked about uh, we talked about how companies that that uh, when you see a bunch of ads for a given given company that you'd never seen before, it's like uh, certainly yeah, there's Dow Chemical that that's a perfect example, or the the Got Milk people or stuff like that. Right. But here's a recent prominent example. Remember uh, Palm? Like oh, all that pomegranate. Oh, Palm. Palm. oh, they got bitch slapped, didn't they? Ba-bow! Didn't they get bitch slapped real hard? So the yeah. So this is hilarious. They, they I mean that shit they was got, a they straight got, up scam because they were like, "Hey, pomegranates are awesome for your health," which they you know you like, are, yeah, but yeah, like okay, yeah, if for, you eat a pomegranate, pom- but not drinking palm juice filtered through corn syrup. Like it's one wonderful. of those fruits. I feel like I feel like uh, that's one of those fruits where like, yeah, you know what? If you eat some pomegranate a little bit more, you'd be real good. And people would be like, yeah, you know what? I probably sound good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, eating. I, I it's just a it's kind of a pain in the ass to eat them. You got to get a little. They look very complicated. We used to have those. Uh, 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 my ex bought these little tiny forks. Made it so much easier to eat. Yeah. And like then I would eat pomegranates all the time with a tiny little fork. I was like, oh, this is actually an awesome treat. I don't have those little forks anymore. Right. So I'm mean, going to have to go get me some little forks because I like eating some pomegranates. Yeah. So here's what happened. So so the the uh, Federal Trade Commission stepped in and were like, yeah, so uh, we investigated the claims, which oddly enough, uh, Palm sponsored, but then just didn't publish the results because it was like, oh, these are not – these are not good. That's not very odd. That's, uh, That's, that sounds about right for corporate malfeasance. Yeah. Right. Give us a study. What's that? Don't give us that study. So so Palm, uh, to announce that FTC had slammed the hammer down and said, hey, you can't tell people that they have health benefits anymore. Palm was like, okay, well, we're going to put out a new ad. And the new ad has a has a poll quote which starts with dot, dot, dot. The, yeah. <laughs> just Whenever you start with an ellipsis, you know that you're getting just a, just right. a, sm- right. a smidgen. And the ellipsis starts out... Natural fruit product with health promoting characteristics, FTC judge. That's all I used to write on my papers. I just looked through a random page. Take a quote out. You got some AP history flashbacks coming Holy right now. Fuck, man. Like, seriously, in college, one night I just put on a paper, they're like, you need 42 sources. I'm like, I need 42 seconds. <laughs> I'm on like, fire. How, how did you prove your point with all this information, all these random authors? They don't tend to agree. I do. You know, it's hey, nice. man, you just got to look in between the lines. Maybe. <laughs> you need forty-two sources or three ellipses. <laughs> uh, so the with the, the full quote just says dot 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 natural fruit products with health promoting characteristics, which and I, it said it was spoken by a FTC uh, judge. Well, that's very legitimate and authoritative. Go I on. almost can't believe, like just looking at that as it as it stands, I immediately would go like, and I didn't see this ad at the time, but I, I would immediately would be like. Pretty sure there's more to that quote, right? You would. Th- that's not even a full sentence, right? There's something weird you, going on. You, if you were clocked in, you'd be like, "This is suspicious," mm-hmm. right? And sure enough, 
that's that's how they covered up that the FTC was like, so Palm says that it's a natural fruit product with health-promoting characteristics. Right. Oh, it's that's a claim. Like, yeah. So they're so quoting they were, their claim about them. They they were, quoted, yeah, we heard, we go quote your claim quote. inside a claim. Inception! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Palmception! That was fucking great. I, I was definitely high five for that. Oh my god! Uh, I was hoping that was gonna happen. I was yeah, hoping it was gonna yes, be an exceptional yes. moment. I tell you, now you get it, bro. You oh, see why it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> this shit is bananas tonight. This is ridiculous. So one of the other things that Palm quotes was uh, from the FTC, FTC uh, study says the basic research, the Pantuck study, and the Carducci study relied on. By respondents, the support Carducci the conclusion study? that says support the conclusion that pomegranate juice has a beneficial effect on prostate health. But that's merely again the FTC. I'll even scroll to that part. On what so health? You. Prostate health? Yeah. Well, that's that's the FTC quoting Palm's um, bullshit original. Yeah, oh, okay. original. It's bullshit. Shit, basically, <laughs> which is uh, all the lies right here. Yeah. So, so then it says, I, but I, what follows is the actual paragraph is, however, the greater weight of the persuasive expert testimony shows that the evidence relied upon by respondents is not adequate to substantiate claims that POM products treat, prevent, or reduce the risk of prostate cancer, or that they are clinically proven to do so. Indeed, the authors of the Pantuck study and the Cartucci study each testified that their study did not conclude that POM juice treats, prevents, or reduces the risk of prostate cancer. My point on, on this is, uh, first off, palm lines, and um, don't trust them for your medical advice, which, hey, I know, that's a stretch. But uh, I, I'm theorizing now that we're going to see even more ads from palm than we did previously right. that are all going to have these dot, 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 FTC. Yeah, I mean, you know, because we have a culture where you could just double down on lying, bro. You, people just lie all day. People come out and just fucking be like, yes, you're right. I am a liar. I'm going to keep lying. You know why? Because there's no consequences. Yep. No one knows. No well, one gives a fuck. No one's paying attention. I'm going to keep lying. Did I'm you guys lying. know that Palm is just their abbreviated name? Their full name is Palm Sebo? <laughs> like placebo. Sorry. That was funny for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't following. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was very Mitch Hedberg of you right there. That was very Hedbergian of you. I, I saw it. I was like, Palm Sebo. It's going to be good. It's going to be gold. <laughs> on the flip side, since, we've ta- oh, since, you, since we talk a little bit about conspiracy theories tonight, on the flip side, I do want to say, I, I, I've said this before. Uh, I don't think I've said it on the podcast yet. Uh, yet. I wonder if Teddy would agree with me on this. I, I have found that there is a direct correlation between um, the number of white people pretending to be indignant on Facebook about a given issue and its direct correlation to being either completely overblown or just bullshit from the get-go. That's, I, I think uh, you may have mentioned this to me once before. Uh, the Coney thing, thing is, it's fascinating. I remember the first, like, when I, I was, like, leaving work and I jumped on Twitter and I was like, the fuck is Coney? And I was, I was like, who, what, where, where the fuck did this shit yeah, come the from? Higher the, the higher the amount of like white people getting indignant on Facebook about something, you're like, there's there's bullshit. I smell, but <laughs> there's something going. This is not what it purports to be. It cannot be what they think it is. Mm-hmm. Either they completely do, don't understand the issue, or they're just, or it's, or it's just bullshit. Like it's never. It's enough to raise an eyebrow for yeah. sure. It's the like it, it's unfortunate because it's like if you would just get that. If you could get that way about an actual issue, would be okay. Could, this, but unfortunately, you don't. You get it about issues that don't exist, or like, or that you misunderstand. Yeah, because they're more give fun. You perfect example. You may have seen a a, uh, a few people. I I saw it in like 
fucking two days about 20 different people. I deleted all of them after this uh, on Facebook post this particular article where it said this this uber wealthy billionaire venture capitalist gave Uh, a TED talk saying rich people don't create a job and TED is refusing to post it. And I thought to myself, not that I know the TED uh, organization, but I thought that doesn't sound like TED. They they're not one to shriek sound a lot like shirk Ted. from like controversy. It sounds a lot like Ted. This does is, it? Yes, it actually the emails actually uh, Ted is one of those organizations that wraps themselves as nonpartisan, which allows them to uh, not do the hard work of well, calling here's assholes. The, here's, assholes. Here's the problem: thought, is they they have posted many such yeah, speeches. I know, like that. Many such talks about the. I remember watching one before. It just here's they, Ted. Ted uh, the Ted people came out and they were like, listen. We told him from the get-go, this just isn't a very quality speech. We're not going to put it up actually, right now. No, but see, that's, we may that's or may bullshit. not. Here's the bullshit, though. If you look at the actual email exchange between him and the speaker, the fucking person on the TED side is like, like it, it is the reason they reject it is explicitly political. It's explicitly political in the email exchange from Ted to the speaker. So when you come out afterward and you're like, well, we just had a backlog and blah, 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 blah. When we have your private email conversations right, that you're right, rejecting a political right. piece, it's a different thing where it's like, it's not, and like the outrage, I feel like was a bit misguided in terms of what it should have been focused on. The outrage wasn't so much about like, oh, they didn't put the talk up, blah, 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 blah. It was more of like a, Ted doesn't want to uh, ruin its nonpartisan credentials by having someone talking very bluntly about some things that, but like, they but they did post no, a different but, one. How, yeah, they posted similar. a different one, but it's, it's very similar. It's, and it, they said right. it was it was done. I thought it was better. I watched the two right, videos. Right. The earlier one right. made the point better. This guy's talk yeah. was it felt like this guy like again. It's explicitly like partisan. Wanted. Explicitly partisan, and that's the problem that I have is that false equivalence bullshit, and that's what Ted pushes. They're part of that. They're part of that syndrome. They're part of this idea that doesn't want to say one side is actually substantially worse than the other side, and substantially more at fault for a lot of the terribleness. And fuck them for that. They're enablers. That's fine. Call them enablers. All I'm saying is right. the. Uh, the I wanted to point out the <laughs> the the number of people that were like Ted is censoring, right. and I was like, oh, it bubbled up very it. quickly because I, yeah. I it was one of those things where I was like, well, hold on a second, what the fuck is Ted shit going on right now? Yeah, right. And I was like looking into it, and I was like, all right, well, this honestly, is when I watched the speech, I thought it it felt too much like the guy had was like had a bone to pick, and that didn't feel like the kind of stuff that you see on Ted, right? Because they're nonpartisan right. cowards. Yes. You can call them whatever you want to call them. Nonpartisan but, cowards. All right, call them that. Um, I took it as like – I guess the thing is like once you get into that situation where it's like – because I guess the problem is, yes, on a, on a very logical basis, if you take uh, – put it in a computer sense in a, in a way, when you make rules or laws or things like this, you have to do it in almost computer-like sense. It has to be almost like a binary uh, if it's this, then this. If it's that, then that. The gray area is difficult as fuck when it comes to rules. And that's the problem with our law system, and, and any law system really, is the gray area. So if they say, for instance, um, we're trying to stay away from partisan politics, then if a Republican got up there and was like, hey, here's why poor people suck, and like, you're all a bunch of fuck nuts, or like, here's why, you know, it's it, it, you should be getting fat, or whatever the fuck, or here's why... Uh, uh, we need to keep uh, uh, the healthcare system in the hands of corporations and right. and and not have universal healthcare. Here's why it's wrong, or whatever have you. And Ted would be like, "It's a little like you're you're just pushing a party system at this point." And if that 
Republican could go, oh, but what about this other talk? That was pushing somebody's agenda. Yeah, what is Ted's purpose? What is their fucking purpose in the world? What are they? If they're just a bunch exploring of like, ideas. listen, if you're just exploring cool ideas, awesome. But don't make yourself out to be some sort of great intellectual fucking headway in the 21st century if you're not willing to take a side when the stakes are high. I don't have time for that shit. That shit is so annoying. Listen, if you're just about cool ideas, awesome. But don't try and get yourself some sort of extra intellectual gravitas because you don't have it. Ted is Planet Vulcan, man. They're just all information, no opinion. Boom. 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 Star Trek, is that right? Boom. Holler at him. Madman Marone. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movie before. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. you never seen any of the Star Trek movies? I saw the one. Where- ah! Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen just that clip. Yeah, that clip's pretty good. Actually, the news. You know that there's a there, there was a movie that that uh, that uh, premiered at Sundance that was I think 20 minutes long called Con, and it's just him. Yeah, it's just that. I've seen a, a loop of that. Yeah, yeah. it was a movie. It's, very, it's not so much a loop. It's like it extended? takes 20 minutes for him to joke. say it. It's like every frame, and he goes, oh, and it's just and it's just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, just and then he goes Con. It's very, uh, goes, very everyone weird. goes wild. Can I get a soda? Mm. Yes. While well, yes. you guys get a soda, can I use the yeah. facilities? Yeah. Is that use cool? a latrine. Yeah. Sure. By all as means. As long as we don't say I pizza. mean, it's the, I guess the thing about Ted is that, like, the reason they did post goes, like, well, we don't want to hurt people's feelings. It's that thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't want to hurt people's feelings I, because you know you're what? being I, a little I would, mean. I would argue that probably, I, I would argue that they're like, listen, the problem is that we're going to end up with some bunch of Republican people that go, oh, you know what? A lot of young people are watching this Ted thing. Let's let's get together and make some speeches that that talk our party points. And I'll bet you that's happened. And Ted has had, had to be like, yeah, see, that's too partisan. We don't get into that. And but, they probably have attacked back with like, oh, what about this talk or this talk? Right, and they're fucking bullies. I mean, what, and the whole uh, thing Ted's is the whole thing. Yeah, fuck you, you bully. Yes, you <laughs> suck. You're terrible. You enable bigots. And Yo, you hate assholes. poor people. And you're fucking misogynist. Go fuck yourselves. You're not a part of the future. If Ted wants to be an organization that's part of the future, understand that you don't get to cower behind things being like, that's too partisan. Because you know what? One side is full of bigots, misogynists, and homophobes. Tough shit. Tough shit, Ted. Them's his facts, son. One side is filled with a bunch of motherfuckers who really hate the fuck out of people who are different from them and want people to be miserable forever. Yeah. And the other side is a big messy tent of motherfuckers who may not see eye to eye, but are trying to get some shit done and, and give people I would a argue, And I would argue that perhaps what's going on is Ted is basically doing that in a way where they can go like... Look, we can let a few things slip through, but it can't be overwhelming so that the Repu- those assholes and don't catch on. Is, you know what? Because they that don't want to fight It will never work that? unless it's overwhelming, Mitch. It will never work unless we overwhelm them. It will never work. And organizations like TED become part of the problem as opposed to a solution then because they start viewing the feelings of bigots and homophobes and misogynists as worthwhile. And you know what? Fuck them motherfuckers in the conversation. You got plenty of other forums. I don't think they've done that. Have I you? think I, they have I, in a lot of ways I because remain, they, they, feed into we'll this, they feed into that partisan Beltway CNN bullshit of like, well, let's leave it here. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I They're part of that same this, symptom. <laughs> I was kind of hoping we'd make the transition from this to uh, the talk about the Talking Bear movie by the time I was done. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? yes. <laughs> so Seth MacFarlane was. Like, maybe I can talk about something. I've seen TED Talks on the Talking Bear Seth movie. Seth, Seth, Seth MacFarlane's first uh, uh, feature film. It's a like a, it's an R-rated movie with Mark Wahlberg, and he has a, uh, a teddy bear that uh, talks, and it's vulgar, and smokes pot, and things of that nature, or whatever. And he, like, talks to it, and it's, it talks back to him, and 
hilarity, oh, hilarity is coming out or something. It's yeah. uh, they just finally wrote out the trailers and the the promos and posters huh. for it's it. It's supposed to be pretty now. good. People say. Yeah, you know I trust Seth MacFarlane. He's solid uh, on those roasts. I think he's a great host on those. I, I mean, the guy's master. got a lot of talent. You know, I, I I don't know how I feel about the Cleveland show, but you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. The funny thing about the show is he does exactly enough. How Cleveland, Ohio is. No, I don't. I don't know anything about that. I <laughs> literally was just talking about the character. Um, I, you know, it's one of those. He's 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 he does enough good things that I'll I'll let him slide on the things I don't care for. Yeah, oh, yeah you know what I mean. That's fine. I mean, and whenever like... whenever he here's the other thing that I like is that whenever he's been attacked for saying controversial shit, he doesn't go like, "I'm really sorry, I said that about retarded people" or like whatever. No, he's legit. He goes, yeah, he stands up and goes, uh, "You're being fucking ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous." Which is the way I think that's the way to handle it. I don't like this this cowering shit where people are like. Um, when I said you're a dumb faggot nigger, I didn't mean any respect for black people or gays. I just... Just for gay black people. <laughs> I was really upset. I was having a long day, and this gay black guy was really giving me a lot of shit. And, uh, listen, I'm not racist or homophobic, and I made a bunch of donations to these very... You're like, I apologize listen, if anyone was offended, that that kind of apology. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, actually, every like people were offended, so fuck your apology. Yeah. Your apology's bullshit. You know people are offended. I also feel like, you know what? Fuck people who are offended. You know what I mean? Not not like, oh, it depends look, on what you say. No, 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 what, no. What well, hold on. Here's what I'm saying. What I'm, right saying is, what I'm saying is, like, how about you're just an asshole? If you went there, you're an asshole. Now, people are going to be offended by things regardless of what you say. Yeah. No matter how nice you might try to be, you're going to offend somebody somewhere Fair. along the line. Fair. So if you let anybody in... For oh, I got offended by what you said. You now need to let everybody in. It's like that old uh, no, that old Eskimo no. I don't. I don't think thing. so because I think that I think people use that example when they make a like. A, for example, fucking bigots, bro. When they say something very bigoted fucking or very bigots. homophobic, and then they know that they are home. I mean, this shit is glaringly homophobic, right? And they're like, they're but like, how about we instead of instead of going, oh, you need to apologize for that. How about we just go listen. I'll put that on. I got that up here. I agree. On your record, I agree. You're an asshole. I agree. I agree with you. My my point that I'm making is that the people who uh, hold on to the 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 idea that they are more they're morally superior, right? Sure, they're sure. the assholes, okay. right? Okay. They're assholes. They have a false sense of moral superiority, right? So mm-hmm. when they apologize, it's duly noted. You understand? But don't think that we're not going to comment on the fact that your apology is full of shit. Do you understand? Right, right. So it's like, yeah, we don't really want an apology. But since you're apologizing, know that we're going to tell you your apology sucks almost as much as you do. Do you, do you remember? Do you I, remember? Uh, uh, do you remember when Tim, Tim Hardaway? Is it Hardaway or Hardaway? Hardaway. Yeah, Hardaway. He's a gay shit, right? Right. Yeah, do yeah. you remember uh, uh, George Takai's response to that? I don't remember. I, I'll, I'll pull it up. But um, it was really good and. I felt like the you way said that gay shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good job on the recap, Harry. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier today. I want to, I want to take things that like people should know and just write like a one word sentence about it, like Oliver Twist, orphan kid book. And then people you're talking about that poor orphan, right? Exactly. It'd be straight. <laughs> talking about that poor orphan who never got that soup, right? I'd be like the super cliff notes. That shit would be great. You should have a whole so, tumbler of that. The way that George Snippy fucking pit one word like one sentence pithy fucking summary. I, I felt like the way that the way that George Takai handled the the Tim Hardway Hardaway uh He said some terrible things, I think. Tim Hardaway did some really Yeah, yeah. I didn't like him as a basketball player. But exactly. And that's the way to handle it. I think the way to handle it is for as an individual or as a group, you go, all right, 
Now I know. Yeah, I'm hard. Right? I agree. I right? agree a thousand percent. Sir. And I think good to proper, know your true colors. Good yeah. to know. And I and I think that if we don't make those people apologize, if we don't sit there and trounce them around and make them feel like, oh, you need to apologize and shit, if you don't do that, they're going to say it more. And it's like, all right, look, before now, any apology you might try to give, we are is irrefutably horseshit. Right. And and hold on, this is this is the way that I feel like you should deal with when it comes to uh, being quote unquote offended. Hello, I'm George Takei. Recently, I've been troubled to hear comments made by former NBA All-Star Tim Hardaway, who said, I hate gay people. Let it be known, I don't like gay people. I'm homophobic. He said that gay shit, right? As a gay man and a human being, I was shocked and sad. But I want you to know, Tim, on behalf of gay people everywhere, that despite your ugly words... We don't hate you. As a matter of fact, we like you. We like you very much. <laughs> we particularly like your large, powerful cats. Uh, sorry, the, the video is a little lagging. Chocolatey head, <laughs> glazed in man sweat. <laughs> I'll keep my eyes on you and let it be known one day, when you least expect it, I will have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love sweaty basketball players. Well, there you go. That's pretty good. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's I, I feel like it's that's ridicule, bro. kind ridicule. of the best. Yes, exactly. Mockery. Mo- mockery, ridicule, that's the way to well, handle I these things. I think the problem is that there's a there's a large swath uh, of, of Ooh, American culture, American like culture in particular, uh, that uh, is is very satisfied when someone presents their apology. And that's the only reason they do it is because they know that a lot of people are like, well, no, look, they apologize. It's just tradition, And they man. won't think through the fact of like, well, that apology is actually total bullshit. And who gives a fuck if you apologize? You're kind of a piece of shit you guys, right you know what right. i mean and like you until we gotta push it more you've seen an apology that you like genuinely thought was all right i've seen one and it's like one of the worst moments in sports history but i think the apology is pretty legit i don't know which one it's uh do you guys know who todd bertuzzi we're is? talking about practice oh <laughs> todd bertuzzi was uh he's the hockey player who broke the other guy's neck right he like paralyzed vicious, him. yeah he paralyzed him he's fucking like and he like rode him down from behind yeah it was a, it into was the a ice i mean it was it was the well, dirty see, now that i could see being an apology but the, the apology but that, that sounds like something where you could say it's an accident you don't accidentally no, no, no. go off the, I mean, on the the no, what I'm saying oh, 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 sorry, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like i thought you meant the incident itself no no actual, i'm saying like that shit was not i really didn't know that was going to happen blah 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 for tim harway to be like Oh, I let that slip. I yeah, the Bertuzzi I didn't thing mean though, that I'm homophobic. The Bertuzzi, the Bertuzzi thing though is actually, I mean, if I remember correctly, it was a sucker punch. Yeah, like, no, he, it's he, an he, could, not, sucker he punch. could not say I didn't know what was going to happen. He sucker punched someone and paralyzed them. Well, but I don't think he knew that it was going to paralyze. No, him. but he like, sucker feel, punched him. When you, when you, you sucker, don't, you you lose the ability to say I didn't know I was going to paralyze you when you sucker punch. Somebody. I think like when you when you sucker punch somebody, then you're clearly going to hurt somebody in a very unprepared way. with no regard for their humanity right i think that's a little bit different if you punch somebody in the face and they go down Listen, it's, a, diff- it's a difference between yeah, the top bertuzzi incident and the very famous incident in basketball with uh, rudy, rudy tomvanovich and, and kermit, uh, washington. kermit washington where 
uh, big fight broke out and Tom Janovich uh, was charging and Kermit just turned around, right? He just like saw someone. I don't think it's that different. I uh, think those are very he, similar. Was, I don't I don't feel like he, he, I mean, he threw a fucking serious punch. He threw punch. a serious punch, but I don't think it was one of those things where he's like, I see Rudy Tom Janovich. I know he wasn't like. It was like fight him. and it was like he was running and all of a sudden someone was coming and then it was like, boom, and he broke his fucking face. Like destroyed. I mean, just shattered this man's yeah. face, you know, and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, now what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, you're right. You're in the middle of a fight, but you're gonna turn around and break a man's face. You're in a real predicament. Yeah, it was. it's really bad. It's, I read it. And it's real that. tough to awful. say, I didn't foresee what was going to happen when you turn around and violently swing on someone running full speed at you. Can you like, there's just a different it's, mindset that you get to when you're willing to do that. You're, that means you're willing to do something very bad. And I think, you know? I think the apology, the, the apology can't rest on, like, I didn't know that this was going to happen or whatever. So much as, like, You've got a more so. I've never in my life heard of a sucker punch uh, uh, paralyzing somebody. Well, hockey. You should check it out. Well, I mean. I mean, it happened. So, I mean, that's what happened. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't think. I mean, it's not. The the guy clearly wasn't aiming to paralyze a motherfucker. Seriously hurt him, Yes, it's a sucker punch. So who cares what it was? Well, no, but in hockey. But but in hockey. I mean, I don't watch hockey, but I'm I'm given to understand there's a lot of fighting. Right, but there's not not a sucker punch from behind where you fucking shatter someone's neck, man. It's put. I mean, look at the. Wait, what what is a sucker punch in this in this context? I think we need to. I I mean, like, it's one of those things. Mitch, like, I think you don't have. I think to see it, it gives you a different appreciation. It's a very of it. inappropriate hit. Is the like it's the, not clean, Mitch. There's nothing clean. <laughs> All right, about what's the guy's name? Todd B E R T U Z Z I. Yeah, B U B E R B E R T U Z Z I. Bertuzzi cheap shot is the first thing that comes up on you. <laughs> and we rest our case. I love him as a player too. I feel so bad for like what happened in that moment because I can see that type of thing going down. Steve Moore was the guy. Yeah. All right. I'll pull it up. It's going to be, obviously, we're going to have a little bit of a, uh, you know, the video's going to be a little... Right, right, right. God, one and a half million views of this? I would imagine so. What the hell Did we lose? Oh, there's just no audio. I mean, look no at audio. that, Mitch. He chased him down and shoved him into the fucking ice. Like, you well, don't get to make your... From behind. You don't get to make your argument but in this case. But it looks to me... Mitch, he wait, is wait, wait, stalking wait, 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 wait. I'm not saying he's not stalking. Look, all I'm saying, dude, is that I don't think he was like... I am going to paralyze this motherfucker. I don't. I, I completely agree with that. I don't. Think I think it's a that. really That's, irrelevant no, look, distinction. That, that what is, it looks like to me is he's grabbing his shirt. He's like, "I'm going to hit this dude." So he's grabbing his shirt. He pulls him. He hits him, and then he then, drives his face into the fucking ice, he Mitch. Fell. No, his arms are driving fell. his face. That's not a falling, Mitch. That he looks, was stalking him around the ice. He didn't. You don't get to say you just fell on someone after you keep fucking with him for that long of a period. It of time. looks. Look, honestly, when he hits him, it looks like. The I guess Steve Moore is in the front. It looks like Steve Moore, obviously, understandably, slows down. And Bertuzzi falls on top of him. He it. grabbed his jersey. He didn't slow down. I know he grabbed his jersey. Look, all I'm saying is I don't know why we're even having this yeah, discussion. There's, there's all I'm there. saying is that, that, first off, this has nothing at all to do with what we were talking about. Secondly, Todd and Ted are pretty clearly close. the guy was... <laughs> Clearly, there's I, Bertuzzi was there's a capital no investor in Ted. There's no way that that guy was like, "I'm gonna paralyze this." No, dude. no. There's that, yes, he was pissed off. Yes, I'm gonna hurt him. But it, split second decision. You've got a high impact sport where it's okay to fucking punch people and start fights. It's encouraged. But even within that realm, there are still right. Limits. But to th- but as as Harry was saying, the only genuine apologies ever heard was about this, where the right. guy's like, "I'm real sorry," and I could see that. I could yeah. see somebody going I, like, "I really, I was pissed off. 
height of the moment, which clearly right. uh, did not know. I've been in that situation. When I was a kid, I got into a fight with another kid, and uh, I did the thing where I put my foot in front, and I hit him over the back to kind of trip him. And uh, in so doing, he fell way faster than I thought and broke like six teeth. Right on the top of, and I was like, "Did oh. you like pu- they apologize all... in public?" No, I did nothing. You son sort. of a bitch! No, fuck that kid. Uh, it was a press conference. Shouldn't you know, have been uh, fucked with me, you know. Apologize uh, now, and I'll accept it. Damn it! <laughs> no, no. People. What happened? He he picked a larger friend of his to to have a fight with me. Did he, he did, on his behalf? Did his larger friend win? No, his larger friend was a friend of mine, uh, kind of. And he was like, "Listen, uh, I don't think you meant to do with him, do to him what you did. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a race." And we can beat each other up as we race. And I was like, this kid just wanted to have fun, huh? And I just thought, okay, we'll do that. A race fight? Yeah, it was Has really weird. That was very weird. It's like, that, uh, so his, it's like that video so game we, Twisted Metal. We were I'm like, oh, awesome. We were racing, and I thought to myself, so if I just stop, does it turn into a fight? Yes. Uh, he, he would have, by, by, so I did. I slowed down to see what would happen, and he'd slow down, and he shoved me and stuff. It was really no big deal. It was very strange. It was not really much of a. He shoved me, and then I thought, oh, I'll take a fall so that. He'll yeah. be like, yeah, I got him. And that was it. Nobody wants So he fight. shoved me, so I kind of did like a jump, and that was that. No, I, as, at that age, Disagree. I definitely wanted Plenty to fight. Plenty of people who want to fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Plenty of people want to fight. I know, yeah. I know you like want to have that whole fight thing go down and like the fight mentality, but right before it breaks out, no one is seriously yes. that looking forward yes. to it. Yes, absolutely. Yes, plenty oh. of people are. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very yeah. naive position to take. Now, plenty now, plenty to, of people just go around fuck. It's that Louis episode, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's the Louis episode. I know, that kid's a piece of shit. But he wanted to fight, dude. I don't. I don't know if you wanted to fight so much as intimidate. I think plenty Both. of. Yeah, no. It, it, part of. I mean, I've, part of the I've fighting is in the intimidation. I've got to walk, baby. Yeah. Certainly, as when I was when I was younger and like I I was getting picked on a lot, but it was in groups. Whenever it was individual, I was like, oh. I want to fight. Like yeah. I was really, really wanted. I to wish fight. a motherfucker would. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I wish you would practice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> individual fight. I, yeah, I fucking. I, I like got a kick out of individual fights. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so I could see that. Anyway, uh, I back, never enjoyed. It. I, every time I was about to get a the fight. The point about a, a being mm. being offensive or things like right. that is what I'm saying is like we're all comedians. We've all been on set. We've all said things that could offend right. and have. Right. likely have offended mm-hmm. um and i guess that thing is like if somebody comes after you after the show and like i was offended by that bit there's this part of me that just goes fucking i care especially like, why do, why do i need to take time out of my day to give a shit about that especially at a comedy show where it's fucking jokes anyway that's right the whole everything you're saying is a joke <laughs> i guess i guess the other part about it too is i've had this experience where like uh it's very different when someone cries offense and then upon further inspection, it is revealed that they don't even know the fucking thing that they're offended about. Yeah. And that's something especially unique to comedy where I've had someone who, uh, uh, you know, mentioned something to TK once a long time ago when I was hosting the show. I think I uh, referenced it before. And it's the joke that I do about how dudes talk about sex very aggressively. Right, 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 you know right, I mean? right. And it's like. He told to, a rape joke. Right. And like this dude told a rape joke. And he's like, like, first of all, you don't even understand the joke. Okay, he's like you can have your. You, he's like, oh my god, I can't believe you have your host opening up the show with a rape joke. He's like, you can you can explain the joke to the right, people the at home. Jo- yeah, the joke. Uh, basically, I didn't like, mean to cut you off. It's I like just... it's like listen for a thing that guys are very like yeah, love sex or whatever. It's supposed to be the, like real intimate, nice thing. Like it's a really weirdly aggressive, not necessarily misogynistic, but like 
disturbingly violent or whatever. Like, I just beat the pussy up. You know what I mean? I'm beating the pussy up. Great I'm song on the, the radio right up. now, by the way. Right, yeah. I beat the pussy up. Uh, like, it's just uh, like, it's like, why are you, like, it's supposed to, like, why are you beating the, or the pussy? The, the one that I think makes the point but is the, when you say the get it in. Right, and so the end, like, this is the point that he took obsession to is like, the thing that's very popular is like, people's like, I'm just trying to get it in, get it in, right. get it in. I'm like, that shit is rape, okay? Like, I'm not a prosecutor, but if I said, what did you do last weekend? And you said, oh, you know me, just trying to get it in. I'm like, that's a casual confession to rape, right? All right? right. And the guy's like, oh my God, he opened up the show with a rape joke, like a pro rape joke. And it's like, you are an idiot, first of all. Right. So you should just be dismissed from I, this whole scene, right? I now. think a lot of people, like, uh, whether the statement is meant to be race or like any sort of <laughs> ist at all. Oh, yeah, it's spilling out drip. a little bit. You got the drip, drip. You got the drip, drip, Jericho going on. But, like, whenever they hear Don't. just the topic that they know is offensive, like, whether it's race Check or, out. like, uh, your uh, sexual status or anything at all, they hear that it's associated with that, and they're like, that's just not right. You can't talk about that in yeah. any way. You're not supposed to talk about those. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? And so, yeah, in that sense, it's so more that's like what, what I'm saying is that instead of instead of sitting down and going, well, let's see, is this a legitimate complaint? Is this a legitimate concern? I say, no. Just say what you're going to say, and if you offend people, fuck it. That's You clearly wanted to say that. How about if I'm pissed off by what you said, I just think you're an asshole. Yeah. yeah uh, perfect example, I won't give his name, but we've talked about this comedian many times. The only comedian who's ever offended me, who does the uh, uh, the, mm-hmm. the the bit in his act, uh, at the end of his act, he does Oh, it. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh damn! You know right. it's bad. That, you that, know it's bad when the yeah. reference gets laid lower. Oh, that motherfucker! That fucking bit. Oh man, uh, that yeah, bit yeah. is so. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. And it's like one of those things. But meanwhile, <laughs> like meanwhile, I would never, I would never tell him he was never allowed. I wouldn't tell him he wasn't allowed to do it. I wouldn't if it was on TV. I wouldn't say don't ever air that again. Clue number Nothing one. Nothing like that. It's not on TV. What's that? It's a clue number one. It's not on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Why can't we name names then? It's but I'm not here to. I'm not I'm here to around. stir up shit. Um, That's what I'm maybe for. one day I know you come back from the when deal, Teddy has sudden, his, your when Teddy has his own political podcast. Maybe he'll have him on as a guest. Oh Jesus! And then we can talk about him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's just that's too much. That would be awesome. The mind reels. But anyway, uh, it's one of those things where I had it was it, it's racially insensitive. It's not. It would be different to make jokes about race. Like nobody, I don't think anybody takes offense to anything Sarah Silverman says racially. You know what I'm saying? As a Jew, I do. Okay, well, that's you can take it. that. But I, <laughs> what I'm saying is that a lot of the things that she oh, says kind of Jewish. The joke is kind of about like right. is about her pretending to be. Ignorant. It's a very meta joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very yeah. Meta. So it's, high it, concept, it's the know. problem is that the people who are actually racist have a tendency to be like, oh, that gives me open because it's comedy. I yeah. can just get and it's like, no. Nah. Thing is, you're actually racist. Yeah, right. So when you There's say no racist here. shit. You're just telling us things that you actually feel, and yeah. it's not funny because mm-hmm. you're a bigot. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> and what, it's it, not funny anymore. It made me angry because, like, uh, I have these two friends. Uh, one of them will be a guest on our podcast uh, in a short couple of weeks here, um, and uh, they're they're a black couple, and they they've been to not that many of my gigs, but they're they're kind of my surrogate parents in a sense. Like, I whenever I have problems, I call them. You know, they're they're the people I I still can't sort get of, no newsletter, huh? I've been asking them too. Well, you don't even know. I got magazines now, son. When he comes in, he'll tell you that I've been asking him for the newsletter since 2002. Pamphlet, you can't get nothing, bro. You got surrogate black pants. You can't get nothing. I know. You can't get a fucking zip code. 
I used to do. I <laughs> he and I were trying to launch a, a radio program too, and we still. Even then, I was like, so uh, if we do this shit. I get down the newsletter, right? Nope. Like, I even let you put your name first on the flyer. I mean, no, what is the newsletter? Uh, and exactly. God damn it! I'm so <laughs> out of this loop. The black newsletter. Listen, you may know all kinds I, of things, but so Motown, I can right? find out. Like when, like, uh, perfect example. Yesterday, I was uh, with a client who will be our guest next week. Uh, one Wayne Kramer of MC5. MC5. Word. I forgot you would you would know who they are. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, that's like straight from your uh, your backyard there. Mm-hmm. So I was at Wayne Kramer's office, and uh, and I had already told Teddy a few days ago, hey, uh, Wayne wanted to be on the podcast. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna see him on Sunday. So I'm gonna ask him if yeah, I said I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot for next week. I don't know if you have anybody scheduled. And I didn't hear from Teddy until yesterday while I was at his office. And he's like, oh, man, I'm excited to have Wayne Kramer come on. And I was like, I'm actually in his office right now. And Teddy wrote back. This is great. I'm so glad you're talking about this right now. Yeah. This so Teddy great. wrote back. Uh, in fact. Uh, <laughs> should, we do the, should we do the dialogue? I'll say my lines, all right, bitch. All right. All I'll right, say right, my text. All right. And uh, you So can... you start with okay, sounds okay, great, man. Okay. Okay. So. Because uh, yours, was, yours okay, was a few days okay, later. All right. Here we go. So this right. is him replying to me. Okay. Telling him that I'm going to have Wayne okay. Kramer on next week. Right, so go right, ahead, Teddy. Ready? And, uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, sounds great, man. I'm really excited about Kramer coming on. I'm actually at his office right now. Oh, word? Holla back, back, holla. What does that mean? Like, uh, what is I'm supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> it means congratulations and well done, good sir. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it was supposed to do something. And then it's just, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, just a, it's just a screen roll. full of. I was, I was like cackling in my. That's why. See, if I had it's the newsletter, so I would know that it's I'd just so be good. like, "Yeah, word." And I, but I didn't. I was like, because he's like, "Oh, word, holla back," and I'm like, "Do I? Am I supposed to hand Wayne the phone and be like, Wayne, Teddy, holler at him? Teddy wants me to. He's gonna back holla at you. He wants to back holla. Just like the know how, essentially, or what's that? The newsletter, just like the know how, or like this is what's newsletter. You know what's what's funny? What's funny is doesn't happen on TV. I talked about the newsletter letter with my with the the couple i was referring to earlier uh anthony and melanie i talked about it with them as just kind of a funny little joke because because uh i made a a a faux pas where he told me one night when i was leaving he's like yeah man i'm going inside i'm I'm gonna get some tang and i was like you have tang in the house i haven't had tang in years and he's like looking at me like i'm just the world's biggest idiot and i was like this is one of those things where i i have no idea what you're talking about right and he goes I'm talking about pussy. I was like, <laughs> oh, like poon poon tang, like apostrophe tang. Oh god! You go inside, oh, you get some of that. Yes, you go do that. Did I don't have some of that. As I'm well. gonna leave, and uh, and he's just laughing his tits off. And so I said, see, this is the thing. You need to get me on the newsletter so I can understand the slang. All right. Because because black people are like, 10 I years also ahead would like a glass of, of juice. That would be great. Yeah. So like they're like ten yeah, people, juice, ten years ahead of white people on slang. Uh, That's why we don't get too worried when you steal our words. I get we got it. enough yeah. words. We got a reservoir of all. Yeah, kinds by of the cool time words. that a white person's heard it, you re- like, by the time you've reappropriated the black cool, we've just <laughs> gone into like fucking you yeah. know. So the next phase. When, hilariously, when I uh, I 
when I talked to Teddy at the uh, at the Burgundy House, I remember one night, and I talked to Teddy, and he was saying something, and I was like, man, I have got to get on that black newsletter, and Teddy immediately knew what I was talking about, and I was like, okay, it's not just me who feels like you guys have a newsletter, right? Like, I'm not crazy. I wasn't sure if this dude was somebody specific who has this website with a secret newsletter. Which no, no, where, like, no. Like, a piece no, of caramel man. corn is every week that you can go find. I'm just very glad that, like, I'm not the only white person who's ever thought, clearly you've had enough white friends yeah, that have man. asked you about the newsletter. Yeah, man, that's, uh, that's uh, you know. It's a well-traveled course, and uh... so so this this couple, Anthony and Melanie, like I said, my my kind of surrogate black parents, uh, as I jokingly call them, uh, they were at a show with the comedian who uh, was referenced previously, and I knew he was going to do this bit at the end, this racially, and I said, "Listen, I'm just going to apologize in advance." Uh, it was fucking... the same comic that you're referencing before. Yeah, yeah, thing. exactly. Just, we've we've said, riffed a lot, but just to... yeah, just to bring it back. Uh, so I said, "Listen." Uh, don't leave. Uh, I apologize for the next dude. And he goes, man, it's cool, whatever. And uh, that was, I didn't see him. Like, after after Deuces. after the comedian went off stage, I, like, went to go find him, and he had disappeared. Now, I don't know if they even stayed for his whole act. They might have just had some place to go. But in my head, I was like, they were probably like, Mm-mm. no, I'm good. It I'm was just that offensive that it walked some people? Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen a few different times where people have either walked during his set or uh, verbally uh, been very very angry. Very during agitated. His set. Uh, very apparently, agitated. Uh, TK has confronted him uh, about. Uh, he he was like he was like, "There's some guys out back that really want to kick your ass right now. <laughs> you should take the side door." Oh my! God. And he's like, "Over what?" And he's like, "I think you know." <laughs> I think maybe you should. So, uh, but that's one of those things. I would we never stop him from doing that. Too much. I would never stop him from doing that that bit. Is uh, it racist I, against black people or against? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Have you do you have you talked to this person, this comedian? He knows how I feel. He knows how you feel. I know how I feel about him. Does he know? Does I'll he, put it this way: you, you, you. I thought you knew who I was talking no, about. He was no, he, I have no oh, idea. You're just making a joke. Oh, okay. Well, his he does a bit that in his act. Acting, right? He does a bit in his. That was good acting. I re, I'm reading this Michael Caine book right Michael. now. <laughs> <laughs> Go get into the character. Um, uh, he, he does a bit at the end of his act about a black guy who's the whitest black guy he knows. Okay. I don't you know. know who I, I don't know who this is, but I, you I, don't? I know where this bit is going, right? Right. And but he he it's a song that he does, and he's like, "Hey, everybody, sing along!" And he sings this song about the whitest black guy he knows, and it's all like, you know, that stereotype about black people. Well, he doesn't do that, and so it's like calling him the whitest black guy you know. I'm going to say it. He calls him. He says, "I call him Niggles." Oh, that's my nickname for this guy, and I'm just like. Wow, I didn't. I actually didn't think I was going to go to that. It's one. like yeah, that. Exactly. He you goes no like idea. he's like no he idea. pays his child support on time. You know it's what like, I mean? Listen, he graduated college, and you're just a, like, it's a very oh. poor attempt to try and re- uh, repurpose stereotypes. Conveniently, this guy's also a Republican. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> one of those things where it's like, you know, <laughs> like you're not racist because you're Republican. It's just convenient. Have you ever right. met a liberal racist? Like, I'm yes, not. plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, sure, plenty Absolutely. of liberal racists. They're actually sure. some of the worst racists because they, at least that's what I'm saying. Like, at least I, know I have a black friend. I right? work with them. It's like yeah. I, I, I prefer my Republicans. Or, uh, I prefer my racist Republicans. Do you know what I mean? Because I know you motherfuckers intimately, mm-hmm. and right. you, I, I, 
could I could study you motherfuckers eyes closed. I know your whole operation inside and out. You motherfuckers is easy. Yeah. Okay. These all uh, really like the closet. You got this all day. Right. You you you've been studied for years. Okay. We don't even worried about you. We gonna tear you out eventually. You done. But the people who are supposedly on my side, right? Who then perpetuate the same lazy stereotypes? And when you call them out, and they're like, "Well, no, hold on a second, hold on a second, I'm not." And it's like, "No, actually, you're actually you're, you're doing the same things. You're doing yeah, the same yeah. things." And more importantly, it's even worse because you think that you're enlightened yeah. and you're worse. Yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of there, and this is one of those things where, like, especially with liberals, particularly and the Obama presidency, there's a lot of people who are Democrats and liberals who seem to be very non too pleased about the president's performance. But like everything they're articulating is like, well, where like this other dude did these. Things that are far worse. It's like, okay, you don't think Obama's moving fast enough on Don't Ask, Don't Tell, but Clinton signed off on that, and Clinton uh, like did all these, you know, like compromising with Gingrich and all these welfare reforms and all these things, and pretty sure that like gay marriage was moving real fast under Clinton, and they, that's where DOMA came from. You know what I mean? So it's like this black dude is just trying to like unravel this shit, but the motherfucker can't get a break. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck were you clowns along? Like, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like. Black people who have been democratic for a long time because the other side is racist. Do you know what I mean? Like just, just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, listen, you like we like we rode for the death to Clinton. Okay. Like it was like black people were like, listen, we were all in on Clinton. Okay. Like so like now all of a sudden, like, like all of a sudden, like the black dude is in and uh, you motherfuckers are getting real wishy washy. We got a real problem with you, and you're like, he's got a problem with the base. Obama doesn't have the like liberal establishment. It's like pretty sure eighty percent of Democrats still are with him. So kind of seems like about whiny twenty percent real bigoted motherfuckers on that side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's so. Fair. Like it's one of those things where like there's a lot of people on the liberal side who are who are very racist. And they are they're the worst kinds of races because you tell them they're racist and they get very uh, uppity, if you will. Hey, 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 I like it. <laughs> yeah. We have a long history with the word uppity on this show. I try to I try to, you know, I try to flip the no, script. No good. Man. I try to flip the script. Better you than me. <laughs> uh anyway. Have you guys ever I played that line? Right, uppity better have you. Have you guys played that line from Blazing Saddles when Slim Pickens is describing who hit him over the head with that shovel? Uh I do have uh I have this there's one. A clang. Where the white women at? <laughs> That's what you're looking for. No, there's a word. There's a line when Slim Pickens goes that uppity. Uh, <laughs> I don't say. I don't like saying. Just say nigger. Say it's it. fine. I don't say it. You, ha- you have to say. You either say it. You, oh, what are you gonna say? N word instead? No, I didn't want to say that. I just don't know what to say. You I, just but, say yeah, nigger. Say the word. Fine. All right, you gotta say the word, Harry. Can I smile at the camera? Nigger. Yeah. <laughs> don't you dare give that kind of fucking precocious look when you say that. Yeah. 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 yeah, like you honestly. You match your eyes at the camera, bro. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like an audition. Don't get jubilant with but it now. Like a, it's like a Stormfront audition. Everybody out there, I apologize. <laughs> Stormfront audition. It's <laughs> going on the board. Uh, I'm hoping Harry has no idea what that means. I don't. Okay. Well, then you're okay. Uh, then you can safely say nigger on our podcast. Right. I don't. I don't know. If like, you were like Stormfront, oh man, I was on there last week. Yeah, right. I'd be like, uh, listen. Uh. <laughs> I've always had different feelings about how I feel that word can be used and whatnot. But our our rule on this podcast is that it's more offensive to shirk away and say well, the n word as a phrase than it is to just say nigger. Yeah, I think n word is pretty. Stupid. As long as you're not calling anybody. Right, but if it's if it's a reference, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, if it's a reference, and it's one of those things where it's like, listen, black people, you can't introduce this into the lexicon because now we've got a reference, and you know what I mean? You've made, you've complicated, you've muddied the waters for everybody. Yeah, I guess. Now, admittedly, I if I'm listening to rap in the car, like Jay Z, uh, Eminem is safe, but if I'm listening to Jay Z. I'm like, mm, love that line or whatever, you know. Like I don't. 
No, no. <laughs> Mrs. Daisy yeah. Boys love that line. Mm, yep, that's when good. It's a hard knock life. No, for no, us. No, I mean that. Yes, I mean like if I'm, if I'm rapping along with them. We're gonna skate to Skinny. one song and one song only. Goulet. Anyone that you <laughs> anyone that you pick, Skinny mm, Toothpick. <laughs> and you're like, da, 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 da. I was really disappointed that niggas in Paris didn't get a Grammy nomination. Because I really wanted them to have to say it on the broadcast. In I was so hoping that niggas in Paris would have made it that to the That song is not even. I know, but that song's not worth it. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It is actually worth it. It's that not, song's amazing. That song is not worth it. Yes, that song, that song is, is fucking. I don't know that song. That song's fucking. Absolutely straight up trash. Huh? It's straight up trash. No, I just cannot disagree, stand that song. That song is fucking phenomenal. Sorry. Just you not, escape when I escape. Away. You be in Paris getting fucked up too. So that song is. Well, so hard since we here. Is that on the... Uh, you don't even know, son. You don't know. I thought you knew something about me. You don't even deserve to Go roll yourself to the <laughs> side, Harry. Yeah, Go yeah. sit in Switzerland over there. You get you lost. No newsletter for you, motherfucker. You, you swing your microphone all the way back around. You turn in your Motown <laughs> credentials at the door. There are five songs on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy better than that song, hands down. And there aren't even, like, that many sweet songs on that album. The whole album is awesome, but as a whole. Oh, it's about Watch the Throne? No, I, I Watch the Throne. I don't like that album at all. I don't think it's a good album. Yeah, it's not really, for me. Yeah, exactly. I think that's one of those things. I, I mean, I, maybe that's a cultural divide, but like, watch, <laughs> watch, watch the Throne is one of those albums that like it only appreciates more and more over time. Because I've had I, a lot, I, of, I, I had a lot of black friends who were like, they're like, nah, I really like feel it at first, but then like, and I at first was like, eh, that's very lukewarm. But the more and more I listened to it, then I was like, holy shit, that's how I feel about my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I didn't like it the first time I heard it, but then every time after that, I was like, this album is the shit. I cannot stop listening. I think to Watch it. the Throne might grow on you over time. We'll I see. think it will. I, I always, I always <laughs> like go back. You should go listen word. to it in an abandoned house in Detroit. That's being bulldozed. Which one? This is all of them. Tons. Just go from every track, go to a different abandoned house. Take the rest of your life. What is it now? <laughs> we, we, try- got, we, got, we got about 20 minutes left. Awesome. Uh, uh, so what's what's it like living in Detroit these days? You're well, back now, right? Are you back? Are you, I am back. Are you, I, I live here. I've been here for two months. In Detroit Thank for you. how long? You went to DE for... I was, I was... I can't even really say I was in Detroit. I was outside. I was in Metro Detroit, which is just like the suburb area. You know? Seven Mile. Yeah. I Actually, I lived on Eight Mile. That was pretty sweet. When Eminem came out, I was like, Eight Mile, yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's the best way. Eight Mile, yeah. Well, I, it's really cool, baby. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't be like confident She's about hard. it. I'm, I was like one of those real slim, slim shadies standing up in the video. You know, I was just into that whole lifestyle. Sure. Do you, did you, did Wearing the hoodie, yeah, yeah. I did, white I, white I, t-shirts all the time? I didn't wear white t-shirts. I did wear hoodies constantly, but my like hair was bleached, and it just happened did to Did you get in any rap battles? Yeah, actually, at Michigan State, I was in a rap battle you rap, the school. Do you have a name? you have a battle rap name? Or you just go by Harry Madman Ma- Rose? Uh, Harry RM, <laughs> actually. Harry <laughs> R- I, I put out two That doesn't albums. have a nice flow to it. Harry RM. Harry RM. I don't know. I liked it. Okay. I was feeling it. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, I actually I freestyle a lot. I'm really into rap. I've always been big into it. It's been a lot of fun. I freestyled on the phone with somebody the other day when he was driving. This car, we use uh, Mob Deep beats because those are always pretty sick. Mob Deep, that's some real grimy shit, bro. Yeah, it was really good. Shook, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I I make a decree now. Harry will be closing the show with a re- freestyle. Oh, it's been a while since we got the freestyle going on straight riffing, so, son. So that's if cool. That's, if that's for real, well, I would like to get high beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad saying it, but Hook up, get the weed ready. Let's wait. Wait for it. But seriously, I'm totally down. If we can play beats and stuff, that's sure. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I love I got you. I got. But might have dipped into the. Grab the iPad. Uh, we were talking about uh, we we're talking about rap for some reason. I don't remember how we got into it. Uh, Detroit. We were talking about Detroit. Detroit. You were talking about eight miles. It's like Detroit has like a very nice waterfront area that you can see from Canada, but it's like a you know it, 
it's just there's there's a lot of damage that's been done to that city over the years, and there's not a lot of help going on economically at all, and there there's not a lot of solutions. Were really. you were you uh, were you still in Detroit when the whole was it Kwame Kilpatrick? Yeah, was mayor absolutely. And he had the crazy corruption, the, just like the, boy, he just dude, that dude was so just... fucked up. But if you knew like what he was like when he got elected, he was just elected because he was a young dude from young Detroit, hip, young hip dude. He and was... fucking, if you're a young dude from Detroit, like actually from Detroit, then yeah. there's gonna be some willing to fuck. actually do the politics and stuff and get into it. The like, whole city is fucked up, man. Because right. people are the people who are still in that city. The crime is just how they live. You know, that's just how you get by doing stuff. I mean, the, the mountain. I mean, like Detroit is. Is I think I, I was reading once about you know the neighborhoods and all the the houses having to be razzed and stuff because it's just so dilapidated. But it's like Detroit is kind of at the forefront of new neighborhood planning because yeah. like you're starting from scratch now about how do we build a better neighborhood in the 21st century? Absolutely. Because you've got a city that is abandoned pretty much in some quadrants, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's been completely empty in a lot of areas, but there there have been cities very similar. Like Baltimore used to be. Almost identical to what Detroit's like right, right now. That's where and, the, the wire. Right, exactly. And now it's like kind of bad. It's not great by any means, but it's doing okay. Uh, from what I understand, Philadelphia was like pretty run down for a while, but now it's like pretty fucking sweet. I think it's just Philly's. Philly's got some good action. Philly's got a good mayor, Michael Nutter. Shout out to Michael Nutter. Been. I saw it. a document on HBO where they were talking about they they it was um I think it was actually more in Flint than Detroit. Flint and, is a disaster. I think <laughs> <for Detroit. laughs> Damn, fair well, enough. They were, they were, <laughs> okay. Well, they did this thing where they were they were showing uh, uh these uh they 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 were basically following uh this one guy or a group of people who worked at. Uh, one of many car plants, maybe a GM plant. I don't Definitely know. It was, like, yeah. it was like one of those, okay, it's last day on the job or close to, and on the weekends he he raced, you know, he was rally right. racer or whatever, the, those little shitty courses and stuff like that. And it was, they were sort of trying to focus the documentary on like, yeah, this is what people do for fun out here, but like most of the documentary was kind of this dude's day-to-day life and the life of everybody else around there. And it just seemed like the whole thing had fallen apart once all the car companies left. So Detroit being, you know, Motor City, hasn't that, isn't that sort of the thing is like it's fallen apart? It's really, I mean, it's really because similar of that? to that. Yeah, absolutely. Everything in Michigan is very connected to the car. I like uh, Lewis it's, Black. It's... Lewis Black did his, his last special in, in Detroit and he, he had one thing that he said about it he said i came to detroit to do this special because this is where america figures out what the fuck it's doing right good point it's like they're gonna figure out what the fuck they're doing next starting in detroit well i mean the other thing is about i mean and if you if you uh take another step back uh governor of uh michigan uh snyder i think uh the the current he is he is one of that crop of assholes that got in during the 2010 midterms and just fucked up i mean like (laughs) I mean, I, like, some of the things that they've passed where it's, like, you, like, some of the legislation where it's, like, you basically, if you think a city is poor, you can just, like, drop in someone, fire everybody, and there's just, like, just just basically just burn it down, you know? Just outsource, fire people's jobs. You, and kind of, you appoint, like, a committee to take right. care of stuff. Right. You bring in, you know, you privatize a city almost, right. essentially. It's it's really bad news. And it's, like, it's t- I mean, it's fucked, man. The people, whole, it's, it's fucked. People really wishy-washy are, like, unclear on who they wanted to vote for during that election because no one knew. When when you're that low down, you know, when so many problems going on, right. you really can't say, like, this idea is better than that idea because it's proven because none of those ideas are proven. It but a lot of like them have what, been disproven. Yes. That's true. But what Snyder was proposing, it was like a gamble. It was like, we could possibly do this, but 
if you know anything about humans as a people, well, if, then it was impossible. If you knew anything about Snyder and what he was riding in on, it's the sa- it was the same bullshit that went on in Ohio with Cash. It's the same thing that's happening in Wisconsin with Walker. He's all part of that yeah, same crop, and they they that, just came that, in, and it was a fucking it was a smash and grab, bro. It's, it should have been better known in Michigan that like this is the trend that follows like it's that a sort straight of up smash and grab. But like I I know there's so many there's so many problems. He's not going to be there forever. He's not going to make the city that much worse than. It already is, and it, uh, compared to Flint, like you're just saying, Flint was essentially, you know, how there were coal mine towns where the just people were there to mine coal, right. yeah. And the, then, if the town came up around, yeah, right, it was right, an industry right. town, yeah. then coal is done. Like n- there's no more market for coal whatsoever. They take away all the mines, they just smash them all in. Now nobody has anything, and every store revolves around it. That's what Flint was. Detroit at least has other things. You know, there's the arts community right. out there. I mean, you can still go to... And, well, I mean, the other thing, too, about Detroit is that, you know, the, the the bailout. I mean, like, I mean, that was one of the things that I think a lot of people didn't realize. Is like, it's not so much about the big three and the, the big automotive industries to with Chrysler and Ford didn't take a lot. Well, Ford, did, yeah. Ford didn't, but the, but the, the, reason, but the reason that Ford was in favor of the bailout is because of all of these small stores and chains that supplied the industry and the, the million jobs that would have got wiped out all over the country because of all the manufacturing jobs that are related to it that aren't necessarily, you know, centered in Detroit, but are spread out, especially in the Midwest and places, you know, like Ohio and stuff. And that's why the unemployment rate in, you know, places like Ohio is a little bit better than it is nationally, because now that they actually took the gamble on the bailout and that industry is kind of coming back, a lot of those jobs are picking up and they're adding more jobs to plants and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. Detroit did this thing with a film incentive. It was at one point like the best place to film in the United States. You get like a 41% back. Right. Uh, percent. But so there were a ton of films coming in and a lot of people were getting jobs because it's not just people who work directly on that movie that work. It's all the, it's all everything. the chain. It's the, same, it's the same thing with the bailout. It's a chain. It's and a chain a, of distributors. There's a ton of transportation involved and a ton of like mechanical equipment being used Grips in Grips and all that and stuff. That, those people can come so easily over from like the automotive industry because they're working with machines anyway. And then they, they ended that uh, they, they ended that incentive and it's totally taken a lot of business out of the, like, the entire city, which is too bad. I don't know the super specifics about it, but... I was kind of hoping it would go in that direction, but I do see Detroit as a promising place to be eventually. You know, it's really dim right now, but it reminds me a lot of Gotham, and I have the hope of Batman at least. Fingers yep. crossed, right? You got, you got no Harvey Dent in you? No, no. <laughs> My whole face is too pretty for that. That's <laughs> going on, boy. My whole face is too pretty. No, he didn't just say my face. My whole face. That's a real specificity right Well, I there. think he's probably got me beat 50%. But All right, so here's what I got uh, freestyle beat-wise, looking up freestyle beats. Because on YouTube, a lot of people just post beats. Yeah, you know, a lot freestyle. of people do post beats. They're just so like really got, good DJs, uh, though. There's this one from two years ago. It's got half a million views. There's this one from four years ago. It was 7.2 million views. Probably too many people have rapped over that. So let's go with... Either this one or this one. You got Freestyle Beat X with two hundred and sixty thousand views. Before we, I mean, oh. before we do this. Oh, we, okay. We, you you got to get some events that play must take place. How much time do we have left? How long am I going to be freestyling for? Eighteen minutes. No, yeah, I mean, we, we, I want we, you to do two hundred bars and running. No, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> hundred bars. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to write a song once. I was thinking, I was thinking like a minute. Yeah, I mean, we got about eight minutes left. Thirty-seven just, bars, son. I was just thinking, like, give a, a minute of freestyle, okay. and then we, yeah. I don't know, yeah. talk about yeah. whatever. Or yeah. I can wait till the last minute of the show. If you want to wait, we can I wait on. I don't care when we do it, as long as, like, I'm I mean, you still, do you still need to get, go ahead. Is that cool? Do you, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been doing, what, yeah. Yeah, fine. I don't it's know fine. if I got stuff in uh, I don't want to, like, <clears> be taking your, your, 
Greenland. So, uh, here's a fascinating story you may have seen. Uh, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Out over here. Out over here. Out here. We can borrow a smidge. What are you done? Where this is. Oh, I forgot to bring mine. need more weed. I forgot to bring mine tonight as well. I don't use that word either. I just call it the W word. Green. I like green, though. That's why I say Greenland. It's you very guys, flexible. You Go ever green. Say, you ever say Greenland? grass? I think grass is a great Fucking hippie. Ass or gas or grass. Nobody rides for free. You guys smoking grass? Grass is what... You know what's like my mom used to say? You get loaded. And I was like, come on. The 70s are over. Curtis Mayfield <laughs> is dead. Like, just check that shit at the door. Curtis Mayfield <laughs> is not dead. I bump that album all day. <laughs> I will bump his shit. You getting your black credentials back, Harry. You getting them back slowly but surely. <laughs> I lost it on the You were lost movie. for a minute. You were lost for a minute on that watch the throat shit. But we get, we get you good. You still think I'm going to ever get a newsletter, though? The, the wrong opinion. That's what it is. You looking at beats here, Mitch? What's going on? I'm, I'm trying to crank up the frame rate on the... Uh, on, the, on, the, on, the on the window here. On the, on the Apple. Mitch, why don't, you, why don't you just lay down the beatbox, Mitch? You know that you do, you know you're the most cool. The hiccup-a-hiccup-a? Hiccup-a-hicca-pa. Yeah, yeah. the good old-fashioned beatbox? It's been a while, son. It's been a while. Get him with the hiccup-a-hiccup-a. <laughs> Boots and cats. <laughs> I forgot about Boots. Boots. I forgot about that shit. That shit is real effective. Cats. (laughs) Cats in boots. Uh, Every time I stand up, my head just goes crazy. What do you mean? I like because of that hike, I'm still like super messed up. Oh yeah. Harry Harry got his mountain man. Mr. Mr. Hike. Yeah. (laughs) He went crazy for squeezy on mountaintops. Damn right. Oh Uh, shit. Look at this stuff. Well, I'm just uh I'll I'll pull it up on my screen so that it's not. All right, we just got the. We just need to feed it. Fucking shit's all slow. I don't know. We're good. We got Do you it. want to test out a beat first so we, we can see it. if this? Yeah, you know you good. can't just spring a beat on the motherfucker. All right, all right, all right, all right. I, I just want to make sure. I'll try like the freestyle beat. Yeah. Rap City, the basement. Oh, all right, Big all right. Tigger, Madman, Big Tigger. All Shout right. out to Big Tigger. All right, you need to calm yourself down. That's the first place I saw the Jizzle rap. I thought his freestyling was super nasty. That's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shit was mad ill, son. Someone compared. I said, uh, I said ill to some uh, somebody the other day, and they understood. But the person with them, they didn't get it. They're like, "What is that? Is that good?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Okay," because I just learned about totes and goats. So, like, my slang is you not are, all the you way are, up there. You are, wow, you're in a totally different realm. <laughs> totes totes and that you were not even prepared for ill. Totes and goats and ill aren't like in the right. same. Well, did you see that thing on the Colbert Report where they were they were talking about they were they were comparing they brought on Mike D. From Beastie Boys to best uh, hair of the group, I would say, uh, to to give a dissertation on whether Illin was good or bad. No, oh, yeah, Illin. It was it was pretty good. It's good. It was like, well, if you take from this, Illin was good, but then here it was Illin was bad because you know he has a license to ill, yeah. so you, he should know the most about <laughs> Illin. <laughs> you uh, be Illin, yeah, you Illin, bro. Straight Illin. I'm Illin like Illin. I'm trying to get this fucking. I'm Illin like Doctor Scholes. Uh, or are they gelling? They're gelling. Oh. They're gelling. Um, I don't know why this shit is not wanting to play. Oh, man. that's You know what? It's a fucking... Uh, boots. Cats. <laughs> you got boots. Boots, I boots got and cats. cats. Boots and cats and cats oh, and boots. Oh, shit. That is, I don't know why. That should not be as funny as it is. That shit is so <laughs> funny to me. Every time you go into that... Because it's your fucking neck and like you get this weird-ass chestnut grin. Like, you get this boots. fucking... Cheshire cat grin on your face, and it's and your neck does the fucking. It's the blackest I ever see you get, Mitch. That's right, man. It's the blackest That's I ever right. see you get. That's how I know you got some old black man's soul buried deep inside you. He's like, "Oh, you doing boots and cats? I'm coming up, baby." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know him too. Do you Are you trying to get a newsletter? I'm going back down. I'm going back down. Mitch, you getting on this? No, Mitch is Mitch is out. No, I'm good. Mitch is what, out. Do you, why do you have this if you don't do this? 
Hey, baby. I had that for medicine. It's my medicine, baby. Oh, okay. Sometimes I need to medicine. Hey, hey, come on, twinkle, twinkle. Medicinal as <laughs> yeah. me- medicination. <laughs> Medicinatize. <laughs> Madiscination. Hold on, let me uh, let me turn off the TV and then put it back on to see some, if that helps. Do some anything. dead press bigger than hip hop on you. <laughs> What's bigger than hip hop? Get all Chappelle in this bitch. <laughs> Just put your boots and cats over real beats, Mitch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. One day we're gonna have enough money to make uh, uh, instrumental CD of Mitch doing all kinds of different beats, but oh. just boots and cats in them up. Boots, boots, cats, cats, boots, cats, boots, cats, 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 boots, 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 cats, cats, cats. Do it. Oh baby. Oh my god, I don't even know what beat that is. Yo, man, are you guys ready for Boots and Cats Volume Twelve to hit the streets, baby? Now that's what I call Boots and Cats, <laughs> Volume 16. Yo, baby, you heard the latest Reverend Mitch Boots and Cats? They're gonna do a this kid shit is off right the right hook. Featuring niggas in Paris, Boots and Cats. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is Kitties in Cupboards. Oh, this is shit. on the Boots oh, and Cats record. Mm, this ain't all right. We had another album that you were supposed to do a, a hit of. I forget. So there was another one you were supposed to do something. Just close out the damn browser. We need a slow. montage budget ASAP, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only money I need. Oh, that's what's going on. My fucking iTunes shit is being stupid. Oh, you know how your iTunes be fucking up everything. <laughs> it's it, ever since I got the iTunes match thing. Unfortunately, I feel like iTunes I has fallen off real hard in the last. Well, there's just updates. a lot of competition. You know, there's a lot of other options. Well, they haven't there. clouded it up yet. You know, it's yeah. kind of tough to compete. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of tough to compete. They're, 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 the cloud is really holding them back. I use Spotify like a I, I was digging the hell out of it. And you, can, and you can fucking import the... You get your local tracks in via Spotify. Yeah. So. The, the, only, the thing about it's iTunes in general is like, oh, now all of a sudden it wants to go nice and oh, fast. Yeah, you want to be um, it, the thing is that it's it, with a lot of you know Apple in general is if you stay within the Apple atmosphere, it's quite awesome. Yeah, if you, if you, the moment you step outside of that... You got problems. Yeah, that's true. Like you know, I got the Apple TV here, so I can I can wirelessly mirror either of these computers to that screen. I can wirelessly uh, stream all of my iTunes stuff. I can grab all my all of my music is in the cloud, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but meanwhile, if I'm trying to watch something uh, that I downloaded, like a torrent on my Apple TV, no, eh, not so much. No, nah, son, nah, son. <laughs> you ain't getting no boots or cats on that shit. Hey, man, uh-uh. no boots and cats day. You got no boots and cats. <laughs> oh man, it ain't boots and cats day. This white boy thought it was boots and cats day. This motherfucker thought it was national boots and cats day. All right, so cats. this is freestyle beat. Oh, God damn it! It's gonna play an advertisement, so I'm gonna just mute it real quick. No, we can freestyle the advertisement though. Give me them horns. I heard some horns in that bit. Yeah, freestyle some. Oh yeah, what that, is, you got what that? is this with the Miller Lite where you fucking poke the hole in yeah, the top? Yeah, what is that? Why don't I don't get the tab? I don't get that shit at all. What is to make it it's flow out punched, faster, right? Well, yeah, but but dumb. like, but do you have? Does it come with a tool for that? No, it doesn't. Punch it how you want. But you can do that anyway. <laughs> Mitch, shut up. Okay, you're gonna break the scheme. All right, so here's it's the a grift. You feeling this one, Harry? Technically, we're over the time, but you feeling this one, Harry? If you want to. Yeah. This is Mad Man, Moe Rose, D-Town, what it is, crazy. Give me a beat from, uh, like, give me a track called Quest Instrumental or a Nas Instrumental, man. Give me some Nas. Let's play some Nas. Get a Nas, Nas instrumental. instrumental? Go with One Love, if you can find that instrumental. It ain't hard Nas to tell. Nas Instrumental, One Love. 
Okay. Okay. He's feeling it. I can see the. I can see the. Well, grid the only thing is, then we can't play. We we can't use this ever again. Oh, is that true? Well, I mean, probably is. Yeah. This is a MIDI version of the Nas instrumental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Artistic. Me, uh, that one. That beat. Right, way, it's a wave file. It's a wave file. Uh, that's a good beat if you just need. Like if you just need an instrumental. But that was not a good beat for like freestyling. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Like that was real emphatic. Uh, intense rap is really. Hold on. Let's see if this is. Maybe this will work. I like it. There you go. Hey. You got a beat. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Hit it. Okay. Come on, Harry. You got this. You got you got two and a half minutes you can do right. on this. Or three minutes. That's good for me. All right. You good. Yo, I'm sick with the beat. I got to park on the street. Right in front. Had to walk on concrete. After walking all day on mad rocks and mountains. Standing on lizards. 86. I was counting. Because I got high on the way up. I got to the top and I got so fucked. I sat on a chair and then I took a picture. I wish I had a girl so I'd say, bitch, get in which I am. The man. I got so much flow. I don't have money. You don't know I ain't got no dough. Ain't like Pillsbury. I'm in the place RM, comma, Harry. Getting oh. mad crazy like the world of Richard Scary. Yeah. Nickelodeon when I was just a little bit of a blueberry. Chilling in a patch. Talking to girls like I was in that movie Snatch. With the crazy accent. You know I even haven't got my sack sent to the store to get me some more liquor and another cheap ass whore to walk my bags to the door. I don't let her in. I don't need her anymore. Get rid of that. Talk to boots and cats. Shit! Oh shit! Boom, boom, boom! Drop a bomb on it, flex. Batman, Moreau's closing it down. Boots. Boots, cats, boots, cats, Motown coming at you. Madman Morose, what it do, baby? Going fucking crazy. Me and my lady riding my Mercedes, shotting in Mercedes. Boots, cats, boots, cats, boots, cats. <laughs> that was well done, sir. Oh, very well done. Shit. Very, very good. Madman Morose, uh, Refopolis. No Matt Rose, let's 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 plug your shit and uh, where, can they, where can they find you? Where can they find you spitting a hot fire? You guys can find me in my apartment anytime this week. <laughs> I will be there very frequently. Rolling on concrete. <laughs> that was good. That was good, bro. Parking on the street, rolling on concrete. That was good. Yeah, was, that was a real hot was line. Legit, right? Hot line. Was, uh, that was some good freestyle. That shit, put that shit on summer jam. My next, uh, I think my next book gig is December. <laughs> it's December, like Christmas time. He's got an EP to work on. Uh, I don't the know. Streets is watching. I got, I got, you got web your website. Yeah, you got my a website? website is all fresh. It just came up. Harrymoros.com is just my name. H-A-R-R-Y-M-O-R-O-Z.com. Damn right. Just all like right. That. Got and Twitter, Twitter, yes. Facebook. Twitter, Harry says shtick. It's fun. I only write jokes. So if anybody's interested in just jokes, that's that. You got that link. <laughs> all right. All right. It's cool. You know, me and Twitter. Were quite Catch close. him in December. Catch, yeah, catch uh, me in December. Probably anytime <laughs> this week. If you go to the open mics, you'll, I mean, you'll see my Michigan face. All right. All right. Good stuff. You guys, Teddy. Do you guys have anything to Kedrick. <laughs> Man, just, you know what I'm saying? In them streets, streets. concrete and digital. <laughs> Running them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd put a little chorus on this rap. Like the twerk twerk team's in the building. I tell you, that chorus effect was pretty, pretty good. Well. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Mitch? I, I was crazy when I saw it. Where you at? Uh, it was, uh, Where it was you a good at? time. Uh, let's see. On Sunday, I'm at Sardo's. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll, do the, uh, I'll do the little effect here. On Sunday, June 
Burbank. Kicking Burbank. some ass and shit. And then later in June, I don't have an exact date, I will be at the Palms Club in Hollywood doing um, uh, Funny as Hell with Tanya Estrada. Who really wants to come back on the show. And when she texted me to like, she hit me up saying like, oh, I want to come back on the show. I was, I had the flu that, that day. And I was just like, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. And I was like, are you promoting something? And I just like texted back. And then she's like, no, I just want to hang out. And I didn't ever reply. So she probably thinks I just was like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) But like, literally, I was just like, I've got things coming out of everywhere. I don't have time for this. So, uh, good times. Well, Harry, it was a pleasure to yeah, have you. This is a great time. I thought it was, it was a, a damn. Lot of this fun. is one of the most uh, fucking eclectic riffing sessions. I <laughs> think we. It was a good time. We we we, uh, we haven't ended on a freestyle in like well over well, a year. It's been a hot minute, son. Uh, and that, that shit was hot. So was, we about to flood the streets. About to yeah. blow up the spot. I was worried the carpet was going to catch on fire. It was so hot. Oh man, not just the roof. Yeah, <laughs> not just the roof. And you know what? Don't let the motherfucker burn if the carpet catches on fire. Roof, Yo. fuck it. But the carpet, I gotta worry. I mean, I got a deposit to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna close out the show. Uh, thank you guys for watching, and uh, we'll see you again next week with Wayne Kramer. Kick out the jams, motherfucker! Hi everybody. I just got a text from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from...